Agents of ICS is a Monster of the Week horror podcast meant for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello there and welcome back to Agents of ICS. Let us join our agents and catch up with them now. Why? Hello there. Hello there. What hello there? Mmm, when hello there? Dun how dun dun. No one, has, no one ever asks how hello is there. Cries. Ah, swallowing my coffee and maybe choking a little bit. Alrighty, so first and foremost, I listened to the last couple seconds of our prior session and I don't believe I did this, so everybody, go ahead and add a one experience. Wait. Yes. You should be at nine. Margaret at eight and Jay at five. Amen. I have an extra little screen for taking care of that. Alrighty. In terms of the last actual scene, so I will say, I do occasionally forget to hand out the end of session experience, end of session, beginning of session. We're all slightly beefier. It's okay. But y'all decided to mess with the boy. Things went decently. We were able to uh, nab an individual that was covered in scabs from head to toe and remove them from the situation. Currently, Carson, assisted by your allies, now that you guys are no longer being pursued, you are carrying this individual who's just moaning in pain, but no longer resisting or really freaking out. They seem to have possibly passed out, or they're somewhere in between uh, that state. And as you guys are moving away from Lovat Gaj and back to Gulf Hills, the smell of the cave doesn't seem to be leaving you all. In fact, it seems to be... Not as strong, of course, but permeating from this individual. He smells very, very strongly of the cave. Uh, Margo, that scratch mm. on the back of your leg is starting to itch a little bit, but it's not too bad. I mean, this makes sense. Anything realistically. Oh, I'm sure I'm in trouble. It's fine. Yeah. You're not sure if it's an allergic reaction or something. And uh, Jay, you did pick up those <laughs> vine deer pieces. They don't seem to be stirring or moving or exploding or turning to dust. They are holding firm. So as you guys are going back to Galva Hills, uh, reminder, Margo, you are currently unstable. So if you guys want to pause for a second to like wrap her wounds and whatnot, uh, and or we're going straight back to the car, all those are viable options. But I'm letting you guys know that this boy stinks and Margo is unstable prior to you guys getting back to Gulf of Hills. It was very early in the morning when you guys left intentionally. And it is about midday, I'd say. Margo's instincts to keep moving when danger is nearby are going to keep her walking. So if anyone wants to stop her, go right ahead. I'll stop her. Uh, I probably wouldn't. Because I agree. You probably would not stop her. Yeah, I mean, if you try to stop us, then I'm sure I'll stop, I guess. But I would definitely I mean, I, say, like, it's probably best to keep moving. This is true, but I also am not comfortable with the thought of Margo bleeding out. True. Do just remember, we aren't out of the woods yet, literally in this case. Oh, you <laughs> know, yeah, literally. That was a good pun. I'll allow it. Thank you. I guess we keep moving then. I can rest when I'm dead. No, I okay, that definitely that, that definitely tells me you should probably wrap that up. Anybody who says I'll I'll sleep when I'm dead is a, a workaholic. Is a workaholic and has a problem. Sorry, what'd you say, Demon? I wish I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, then moving throughout the woods, do you guys choose to rest for a moment to uh, wrap up Margot, or are we just continuing? I think once we're... Oh, wait. Are we out of the woods? Uh, no. So, like I mentioned, this boy is stinking up a storm. If you guys are out of the woods, you're effectively back in Galva Hills. Uh, you know people will smell this dude from a distance. So I'll put your guys' tokens in uh, Lovat Gosh, let you know that you're in between, effectively. Uh, do you mean, like, 
his wounds are stinking, or is it more of like there is something on him that's stinking? You're not sure. From what it looks like, he is indeed covered in scabs, but you've never, I mean, obviously, seen a scab that literally covers a person's tire bot, it, like, head to toe. Only his face is skin. Everything else is scab. I mean, I brought the water. I don't know. Maybe you can... I mean, is it... Is it like a rotting smell? The, the, the house? Yeah, I guess it was his house, wasn't it? <laughs> the cave. <laughs> it smelled very much of, yes, rotting and just, just general stink of woods, but not the good stink of woods. So it's basically general wood stink, but bad wood stink, not like, ah, sandalwood. Romance. It's uh, ah, more yes. like... Rotting, decaying corpses. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So there's a possibility this thing rubs some of the viscera on him. You're not entirely sure. But he does indeed smell, and it's very noticeable. I mean, I'm, I would suggest that we skirt the edge of the town and get as close to the van as we can and sneak into it real quick. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Alrighty, pushing ahead, your group indeed continues back to uh, Galva Hills. Knowing that this individual sits out like a sore thumb, by the time you return to the town, there will 100% be people in the general area, so there is a risk of being seen. How are we moving him from, basically, Carson to Van without being seen? Like, realistically, could I drive my van up to, like, the edge of the wood somewhere? Even if it means walking it? Oh, very much, yes. You could, you could if you wanted. I could probably do that, I guess. Okay, so you basically want Carson and Margaret to chill? Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. I'll like, tell them to go over there or something, like, out of sight, and I'll drive my car up, and then we can speed off or something. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Or at least have the guy sit in the truck, you know, so he's out of sight and out of smell. Uh, do you have any, well, do you have anything? Of course you do. Do you have anything in your uh, van, that like a coat or a blanket you can throw over him so it's not as obvious? Uh, probably. I mean... Uh, I have it set up to be like the most basic as a work fan, so it has like working vest and stuff like that, probably. Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, okay. We, we can say you grab something to at least help a little. It's going to look kind of odd dragging anything out of the woods and parking this close to the side. Yeah. If anyone happens to be I do think watching. that would look pretty suspicious. <laughs> but if yeah, anything, so... I would also say that like I have basic first aid, but nothing to actually help him because that would be a feat and I, or a ability, and I don't have that, so. All right. All right. I want you guys, I won't have you guys roll anything for this, but you are able to indeed get the van uh, relatively close to the edge of the woods. After a little bit of waiting from Margo and Carson, Jay pulls on up and you guys are able to sneak this guy in uh, while throwing a cowl or something over him so he doesn't stand out quite as much in case there are any prying eyes. As you do lay him down in the van, he moans again in pain, but isn't moving rapidly at all. Like he, you can tell he's trying not to move for very obvious reasons. Now that you've procured the goods. What next? Well, don't worry. We'll get you to some people that can help you with whatever the hell this is. And I assume Margo is going with us because you look pretty rough yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, the plan was for you and me to take him and me to the hospital and Carson would stay behind to talk to the old man. Yeah. And also, you know, keep Graham safe, I guess. Oh, yeah. And the woman. I wanted you to keep an eye on that woman. Yeah. I gotta with be honest with, with you. With the scratched hand. And also make sure you don't, uh, or at least sleep in shift so you don't get ambushed by a tree again. Ah, uh, ambushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crying and laughing. I mean, we can also <laughs> just take Graham with us and go if you are more comfortable with that, but then we'll have to tell the guy to wait a few days. Uh, I was going to say, I don't even remember what I was supposed to ask that guy. Which guy? 
an old man. Steven Wittenberg. Oh, yeah. the uh, the town elder. Uh, basically, yeah. you, guys, you guys want to chat with him, realistically? Yeah. yeah. I think it was more so like, uh, hey, can you scrunch up some folklore for us? I guess. Yes. Right. So, same questions you guys already asked, but like rather than um, walking here. around town. Here's my notes. He will look up old traditions unique to the area. Lovac Gage, Hunter's Grove, named in the traditions. Perfect. Megan will remember that. Plus one. Carson. <laughs> Carson remembers everything. Mine like a steel trap. Megan, on the other hand, <laughs> just a sifter. So this is this is what notes are for. <laughs> you look yeah. at you like Margo. What did, what did it say? Oh yes, wonderful. All right, so uh, is uh, I guess we have two plans now. So are we having people stay behind? Are we all going together? What's what's the plan? I'm going to tell Carson to stay behind because I really want to know about these traditions. Yeah, I'll stay behind. Like if shit does go south, you know, you can always run away and leave the old man to his fate. I mean, he's lived his entire life here. Surely he won't come to harm. Sure, you're right. I'll stay behind. Yeah. If anything, just be careful. Alrighty, perfect. Well, yeah. You'll indeed uh, stay here, Carson. And Jay and Margo, you guys uh, whip the van about. And where are we headed to? Straight to ICS? We're going to a hospital? What are we doing? Does the ICS uh, have a hospital? They very much do, yes. They Effectively, since you work there and sometimes live there, Margo, uh, when they need you to at least, they do indeed have every facility that you could possibly need. And of course, they will ask less questions if you come in with a gunshot. So, All right, then, yes, this is a special ICS hospital case. I'll also make sure to put anything we brought with us, like the weird endlers, in like the special ICS lockbox that I have in my van. Perfect. Alrighty, so I will it's bring you to sealed with a lead outlining and stuff like that, because you know monsters. It's got some spit weaved yeah. into it somehow. What kind of spit? You don't want to know. Very important though. All right, let us. Uh, since Jay and Margot are flying out to where they are uh, with this individual, I would say about maybe two, three hours into your guys' drive, uh, maybe you hit a bump and it, it stirs him in the back. So, Jay, you're driving. Margo, are you staying with the individual in the back or are you up front? Um, Delvey's staying with him. Okay. See, if anything does happen while we're driving, I finally get to invoke my plus one ongoing. Uh, indeed. And you see him stir Margo. And looking about, he initially looks super panicked, like, where the hell am I? He went from a cave to in this metal contraption, and you can see him starting to panic, Margo. Hey, 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 calm down. We're taking you to someplace safe. All right, he hears her voice and jumps a little and winces at the pain. You can hear something tear, and he, okay, okay. And he, he looks to you, and while he was sleeping, I'm not sure what this effect is called, uh, but I believe it has a name. It's like seeing a body. Of like a dead person, you go, wow, that's unfortunate. Or someone that's in a very, very bad way, as in they are mulched, but still alive. There's a difference between looking at someone that is still human or someone that is just meat. I know that's a really gross way of putting it, but while he was sleeping, he could have been a doll. He could have been anything, right? Now that he's moving, it's kind of hitting you, Margo, like, oh, God, this dude's alive in this state. There's just a, a very, uh, you know what I mean? That, that, that feeling of, hmm. Yeah. Not, not poor, unfortunate soul. Yes, that. I don't know what the name of that feeling is, but it very much is a thing. He does calm down, though. And after he winces at the pain, he looks at you, Margo, and everything he says is, is just whispered. Uh, fortunately, Jay, you're a very good driver, so any of these bumps you're hitting are against your will, or you're able to slow down just before and able to, you know, go past them. So it's a nice, smooth ride. And he kind of mumbles 
uh, effectively asking, like, who are you? Like, where am I? My name is Margo. You're currently in a van on the way to the hospital. What's your name? He mumbles a few things to himself initially, and then he looks down to, like, where he is, and it kind of all starts taking itself in, and he nods. His eyes light up a bit when you say hospital. He says, my name is Ivan. Ivan Dallas. How did you find me? Well, bit of luck, actually. <laughs> we went looking for someone else. Yeah? How did... Who were you looking for? How did you... Ugh, he just, he just seems completely out of it. Do you remember how you ended up where you were? Continuing to uh, mumble to himself. These aren't any words. It's just... Blah, 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 blah. He's very clearly trying to find where he was and how he got there. And you see frustration dance across his face of like, shit. He knows he can't answer. Not just, because he's, he doesn't just, know. Just take it slow. Just tell me anything you remember. Uh, of course. Of course. Oh, I'll need a moment. Do I still have that? That cut is. How bad is it? Uh, tell me where the cut is. It's on my. Uh, I think it was on my forearm. Would did the plant look uh, white with red stabby tips? His eyes widen at that, and he nods. Uh, yeah, you, you, you still have that cut somewhere. Oh, has it gotten worse? It, it scabbed over and it wouldn't stop. Yeah, yeah, it did. All right, you're bringing me to the hospital, so things will be okay? They should be. They're, they'll take a look at you and tell you. Uh, he smiles, which causes him a little bit of pain, but it seems genuine. And he looks like he's going to answer another question, but he just kind of... Uh, just really, really woozy and his eyes closed and he just go, basically just falls back asleep, kind of passes out. You can tell he's breathing, but he's just incredibly tired. And now at this point, you guys are indeed driving uh, back to ICS. It'll take you some time to get there. Uh, Carson, you are now alone, or not alone, but uh, away from your team in Galva Hills. Uh, what is your first mission? What are you doing? Well, I guess I'm going back to, uh, what was his name? Steven something? Uh, Steven Wittenberg, yeah. he's. Uh, I put his token near home because he's in his home. So put him down yeah. there in the corner. So um, let me, I'm going over there to talk to that guy. Perfect. I guess I want to find out if he has any more information. Alrighty. Uh, as you head on over, as seen from far away, yeah, this dude's uh, house is quite large. I'll also let you know, Margo, you can unmark that you are unstable because by this point you would have been able to you know get a general rest wrap yourself up and you should be fine you still have five harm but you uh should not be facing I mean, any further i mean harm. yeah i'm relaxing right now in the back of this van here yeah you're able, able to chill out so you're good you're safe as you see this massive home before you carson you knock on the door and you hear someone kind of step step and then wood against wood step step wood against wood and after a moment the door opens and you be Indeed, Steve Stefan. He looks you over and goes, Oh, well, good, uh, good afternoon to you. Uh, where are your friends? Uh, they're just help, just working on some other stuff, so I figured I'd come here on my own. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, well, I guess you'll get uh, first dibs on uh, what I've prepared, and I guess you can show off to them. And uh, let me know what you do and don't like, and... Uh, we'll adjust it for next time, but, but do, do, please, come on in. I, uh, I walk on in. His home is very old, but clean. 
Uh, rustic, he seems to be a just a kind of a collector of just stuff. There's just a lot of things here. There are various animal heads on the walls. Um, you can tell the guy probably has somewhat of a sense of humor because there's there's a jackalope. Of course, there's a jackalope. Uh, one or two just kind of sit on the wall, and some of the animals have kind of goofy faces. And he uh, kind of looks at them and goes, "Just kind of." <laughs> yeah, you mentioned you were looking for uh, strange beasts, and he points to one of the jackalopes or something uh, along those lines. Sorry, what was that? Uh, do, do you know what a jackalope is? Isn't it that like rabbit with the antlers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he 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 points at when he has stuff on the wall, and he basically asks, "Is that what you're looking for?" Uh it wasn't. Quite what I was looking for, but it's not not what I'm looking for, you know. No, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, please do, do come this way, and he leads you on over to uh, the kitchen. You see that he indeed had enough plates set for everybody, uh, but he motions for you to sit to the closest one next to him. He takes a sit down, and he kind of waves over for uh, one of his mates to you know swing by and begin uh, serving things. And as he sits, yeah, yeah, he has actually a couple books prepared uh, next to this very large wooden table. It's, it's like a dark oak. And he kind of motions to you and says, well, uh, I do believe you had uh, some questions and such. I haven't had too much time to uh, crack open the old books and look into the library, but I'll answer what I can. Well, does he have any new information? Uh, about what in particular? Just stuff around the, the, the you know, local folklore. Hmm. Huh. Local folklore. Well, we definitely do have some interesting stories, but, um, as I mentioned before, I don't quite know the three of you uh, too closely, so uh, you'll have to, you know, promise to me again that, you know, if I tell you anything, you won't go blowing it out of a portion, yes? No, I would never do that. Of course, of course. Uh, this place is more so meant as a relaxation, not somewhere people go to hunt ghosts and such, or boogeymen, uh, things of that nature. So, if I tell you anything, please don't uh, blow it up into something that it's not, yes? Okay, you got it, buddy. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And he slowly turns and waves to his maid as she places on tea for the two of you, takes a sip and just ah, smiles at it. Just yeah, seems very, very nice and comfortable. And he whip up, whips open the book and slowly begins to turn the pages. And he says, uh, "Remind me, were you looking for more things, or, or like ghosts, apparitions, or just anything?" Um, not really ghosts or apparitions. More like physical beings. Oh, maybe I, stuff with plants. You know, like Wendy Coast. Interesting, interesting. Not the, not the word. Don't speak it aloud. The skinwalkers. <laughs> Don't speak its name. Don't it's speak English. its name. So he thinks anyway, a bit. Turns through a couple. Like that. Yeah, turns through a couple pages, and he kind of turns one of the books to you and and points, and you, you see uh, one image of what seems to be maybe like a, a werewolf, possibly. It's, it's it's a wolf standing on two legs. It's far too muscular. Uh, there are some Classic. images as he kind of turns. Yeah, pages. He's so handsome. Some d dancing light. Yeah, he's like posed all like, oh, sexy. Uh, some <laughs> dancing lights and things of that nature. Will-o'-wisps. He, he does mention that, you know, there have been visions of ghosts and such. Maybe people that have passed as this town has been here for quite some time. Uh, so our village definitely would have seen, you know, 
definitely. Um, but no, no malicious ghosts or anything. Just grandmothers and grandfathers and maybe children that, you know, fell into a creek or something. But no one malicious. And he, he definitely specifies nothing malicious. Like if there is a werewolf or something along those lines, none of us in my generation have seen it. These are like long agent stories. So nothing, nothing that would stand out to me. From what you're looking at, Carson, a lot of these seem fairly basic. Um, you, you know, your, your average individual would probably be like, I don't even believe in ghosts or anything, so you wouldn't get an answer at all. He is giving you an answer, but it's a very, like, boilerplate answer. Like, yeah, werewolves and, like, will-o'-wisps and ghosts. It's like, yeah, okay. Anything else? It? Yeah, yeah, I mean... So nothing unique to that place, basically? Nothing unique, no. N- nothing crazy weird. That's bizarre. Wait, so we had nothing about, like, the Hunter's Grove? Besides seeing, you know, lights and maybe a ghost or two? No? I mean, that's weird in itself. Usually, towns like that have, like, their own unique story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's something that affects everybody's brain, like, the same way that, that what's their face? Or maybe he's hiding and... it. Wait, what? Or maybe he's hiding it. He's in on it. Did I? It's ominous. Well, I guess I want to know, do I feel like he has something that he's just not saying? Because I feel like him saying don't blow it out of proportion is a little weird considering that he's just talking about stuff that like literally every place has. Yes. While you're speaking with him, he's almost being a little too reassuring. Uh, After he says, oh, there's ghosts, he is very sure to clarify. They're not the bad kind, though. These are nice ghosts. They're, you know, it's a it's a spooky encounter, but that's it. Not a big deal whatsoever. He doesn't mention it too many times, but the way that he does mention it very much sounds as if he doesn't want to damage the reputation of this town. The reputation of the town? Yeah, he wants to make it seem safe. Is there anything I could do to... Sweet talk him into trusting you? Sweet talk him into trusting me a little bit? In a sense that you... Just manipulate him. I mean, persuade. Yeah, in the sense that you want him to tell you what exactly. I want him to... I want him to... Let slip something, because I feel like he's hiding it. Okay, roll me convince, and we'll see where that brings you. Because all the information you've received prior hasn't required a roll. He's been an open book. Hasn't fought back at all. Damn. All right, no, that's good. That's a, a seven is good. Basically, when you roll to manipulate someone or convince, they'll effectively do a thing for you, but you have to give them a good reason or trade them something. So what precisely are you asking him, and then what are you offering in return for this answer? Because you're looking for him to slip up, right? Yeah. Okay, so you, you effectively realize that you might be able to get him to slip up, but you'll have to tip your hand in some way, shape, or form to get him to do so. How would you like to do that? Um, He seems pleasant, but very much, if this makes may- any sense, an opened, closed book. Could I maybe mention some of the things that I've seen? Just like kind of casually. Uh, by things, do you mean things that you've seen here or in general? Here. Okay. Well, what uh, what do you bring up? Do you bring up like the plant? Do you bring up the thing itself? Maybe the creatures. Yeah. Okay. What do you describe? Be specifically yeah, or overly detailed about the creature. Yeah. Well, when you uh, when you bring up the creature, like well, what parts do you choose to describe? What parts do you not describe? Uh, well, I don't describe all the people in the cave. That's for sure. Okay. But, um... I mean. We didn't go to the cave, right? Wink. 
wink. We didn't go there. Um, gosh, I don't know. It was basically a centaur. Something that makes it clear that I'm looking for something in particular. I guess I'm essentially asking, are you leaving any of that information out? You don't have to go into like super crazy detail, but are you no, choosing to not reveal anything to keep it close to your chest? Um, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and reveal some of it. Okay. And make it clear that, um, that I know something. Okay. When you say this, he's still turning the pages and like, oh, this is scary. And you describe this being, did you say that you saw it here or you've heard rumors? How, how are you uh, giving him this information? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go into the cave, so surely we haven't seen it here, right? Yeah, because technically you saw it roaming in the woods, maybe. Possibly, you're not sure. Uh, oh, gosh, what would be better, really? I mean... Whichever one you choose, he will, you know, still give you an answer. So it just depends on how you want to throw it at him. I mean, you did say casually, so. Yeah. So you've never heard of a creature that looks like this? Yeah. I guess I could do that and make it sound more like a... No, she didn't, right? No. No, you you guys were... uh, It it was a very, very quick on and off conversation. fighting for Elijah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So as you quickly describe it, he pauses mid-turn as he's trying to show you something, and you realize he's kind of gotten off the beaten path, and he's like showing you the town's history and such. Mm-hmm. And as you bring this thing up, he pauses and looks at you, and goes, I'm sorry, what? I repeat the information. Uh, the maid is coming in the room, and you can hear her plate kind of stop for a second as he like looks at her and says, no, oh, come on, come on, put the, put the cakes down. And she does, and he, you know, waves her off like, alright, stop snooping. And he looks <laughs> at you and says, where did you hear this information from? Um, guess I'll say that I didn't hear it from anywhere. It's something that I saw. You saw it personally? Where, might I ask? Well, I've already showed my hand. <laughs> I don't need to give more information out. Okay, are you kind of playing coy with him now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and he, he smirks that a little and says, All right, fair enough, fair enough. Well. Yes, one might say I've heard of a creature of this description, but it is, I'd like to say, an old wives' tale, something you needn't worry about. And uh, like you promised before, this is something I'd prefer you keep to yourself. Uh, please don't ask the, the kind folk of this village about such a disturbing-looking entity, yes? No problem. I mm-hmm. could uh, keep that to myself. if you. Uh... Give me something to work with. We would prefer that. When you say keep to yourself and work with, what do you mean precisely? We're trying to find somebody. You not? And that's all we want to do. And I know that this is connected. You have a description of this individual? I give a vague description of Finn. Okay. He thinks of it. I don't, I mean, I say it kind of loosely because I don't know if, you know, obviously everybody's forgotten him. Yeah, and as you describe him, the look he gives you, he's legitimately thinking, and he obviously, you know, you're not surprised. <laughs> he can't come up with a, no, nothing. I've never seen someone like that. Uh, do you mention that he came with Graham, or are you just mentioning Finn? I'm just going to mention Finn. Okay. Uh, upon mentioning you know, Finn, Stefan has no idea, Le- legitimately has no idea. And he says, what, do you think this, this creature ate the boy? Obviously, he wasn't someone part of the village. You must have been a traveler such as yourself. Well, I don't know if he got eaten. I don't know that for sure. 
Well, you've traveled off this way looking for him. That would, Im- that would imply he's a missing person, not that he's dead. Fair enough. If he's a missing person, though, well, how long has he been missing? Would he, if he's in the woods, one would assume he might have expired by this point. If he's missing because of our town, that sounds closer to an accusation. Not looking for accusations. I'm looking for answers. Fair enough. And I think enough. that you have them. Well, I'm at af- least some of them. I might. I'm afraid I might have to disappoint you in that I have no idea who this child may be. But I do promise you, Carson, I will indeed keep an eye out for this uh, this Finn individual. Uh, this thing that you've described, though, I would prefer you not look into it any further. While it is not written down anywhere, uh, me, my family, we are somewhat aware of this entity. It it has gone by various names and such, and there are some hunters and people that believe they've seen a man or an entity that contains many faces, unable to fully describe it. It can drive folk mad just looking at it, from what I've been told. And I will be incredibly blunt and honest with you. Rumors like these won't do good for our little village. We're (laughs) somewhat in the middle of nowhere, and I'm sure you can tell, as our inn isn't exactly bustling with business at the current time, we're not doing so well in terms of folks such as yourselves coming in. We're fine, amongst ourselves, of course. Uh, But, you know, people completely cutting us off? It's not good for business and and such. Have you never... uh... Have you never tried to get rid of it? Oh, <laughs> look at me. And he motions to himself. He says, how would I get rid of such a fearsome beast? I've, I've heard rumors of it, but it, it sounds quite nasty, wouldn't you say? If you've seen it yourself, uh, don't tell me it didn't send shivers down your spine. It was it was pretty nasty. That's a good word I'd use. Yes, indeed. I mean, <laughs> I'm a soldier myself. There's no way I could contend with such a creature. Nothing in your oral history that could help me out? He takes a second to answer and then shakes his head. No, no, nothing that I can think of. Like I mentioned, the story of this beast was uh, passed down from my father and his father. Essentially just to steer clear of it. If one were to see it, of course. You tell me everything you know. Oh, it, it, it isn't very much. But I will indeed try my best. Its form varies. Some people say it walks on two legs, some say on four. Others mistake it for an elk, a deer of some variety. It ends up turning to them with a face of a human or something along those lines. We found, allegedly, in the past, of course, uh, people passed out in the local forest and they were brought back in, but nothing nothing of recent, of course. Uh, All I know is it's best to avoid it. The Unfortunate. main thing I know about it is people do indeed faint merely at the sight of it. So as I'm sure you're aware, we don't have much info. It's not something I'd want to see in its entirety. I might have seen it when I was younger, but, you know, children, we play silly games and make up silly stories. All right. Gaff, uh... I mean, is there anything that he can tell me about maybe its habits? Sorry, he doesn't about... know even how it like got there, though, right? It's no. just something that's been there for a very long time. Correct. As he's talking, you can definitely tell his playful demeanor has calmed down a bit. He's being a little more analytical now. 
and he's hesitant in his speech, very clearly hesitant in his speech, especially when you asked him, how much more do you know? Or do you have anything written down? He, like I said, he paused and then decided to answer. But everything he's saying is effectively, it was in the past. It was in the past. If I saw it as a child, who knows if I actually saw it, but no one has seen it since then. We've had no issue since then. And this is a, an entity of the past. If it's still roaming about blah, blah, blah. And he definitely stresses, please don't talk about this thing. Doesn't want to drum up a scare. He doesn't want the wrong individuals walking around town and walking around the village and, you know, trying to hunt some like, you know, beast, some animal, some monster in the woods. I mean, I'm not going to try getting monster hunters in here. That's not. Oh, yeah. But he that's not conducive to. Yeah, he doesn't know you, though. He, he doesn't know your business. So he's not sure if you're going to write about it, if you're mm-hmm. you're some hunter of some variety. So he doesn't know what your business here is besides you guys are here on alleged vacation. He's not being cold to you. He's just delivering the information in a very cold way. Right. All right. Well, I mean, is there anything else that I could get from him that might be helpful? Not that he would willingly give. And you can feel that what he's told you is probably the limit of what he's going to tell you today. All right. I'm going to. What if you told him that you rescued someone? Who had contact with it yeah maybe, maybe i mean would trying to maybe scare tactic get him to work? open up yeah would trying to scare tactic work yeah. i mean if, I, if, if, I, if, I definitely have a feeling that we'll be going back to this guy once we return anyway that that's fair do you want me to bring it up though or should we wait i mean would carson bring it up is he the kind to do like loki I... loki threaten I don't think Carson would threaten. I think Carson views information as a a given a take. Do you know what I mean? In yeah. that case, let's wait till we're back and I will show him my growing scab and I'll get real angry at him for you. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a good idea, but sure. And we can also tell him the gruesome details about, you know, if you get scratched by this guy, you will disappear, literally, and no one will remember you. And that All makes right. you complicit. Mm, sounds good to me. Um, also, I, guess... I will say for you, Carson, specifically, since that's more of your vibe to not threaten, you very much get a feeling from Stefan that if you were to push this too far so far, he's not neutral with you. He's still friendly as if, OK, I understand you've heard rumors, but you get the feeling if you push him too much further, you'll piss him off. He's like right on that edge and you can definitely feel that. All right. I'm not going to push it then. I'm going to. Gonna thank him for his information and I'll be on my way. Okay. He he genuinely smiles at that. Tells you to stay safe. And if your friends would like to come by later, he says he did promise them tea, coffee, you know, whatever you guys like, drinks. He's my doors are still open for you guys. Just let me know. Sounds good. All right. And with that, he chooses to stay seated, and then the maid actually shows you to the door. All right. All right then. You are indeed uh back in the town. And you effectively tell me uh, where you'd like to go next, so you can prepare that, and I'll cut back to Margo and Jay. Are you going to go talk to Graham, or...? And Margo and Jay are at the... They, well, when I cut back to them, they'll basically be at ICS. It's going to be, like, a half-day's drive to get there, but yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll go back to Graham. Okay, so go ahead and think of what you want to ask him and whatnot. I'll let you know when you arrive at Season's Comfort, just to give you a general vibe check, that uh, Graham is not in Maya's room. He's, like, kind of pacing outside it. Uh, and or in the cafeteria area, but he's not in there with her. He's keeping an eye. She has not left. So knowing that information, he doesn't seem too panicked. But he doesn't seem uh, well, <laughs> he seems a little worried that you guys uh, took a while to get back. But other than that, 
and maybe the fact that he just sees you, Carson. So you can take that information as you will. We'll cut back to Jay and Margot. After some time, Margot, Ivan wakes, falls back into a, you know, asleep, wakes, falls back into a sleep multiple times. Um, you guys eventually do arrive at ICS, and there is indeed an area for you guys to, you know, park this van completely out of sight of any looky-loos. So you're able to get Ivan uh, into the facilities without any issues. Margo, you know precisely where you're going, as I'm sure you've run into a few uh, sharp-fanged and clawed entities to your time. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Fortunately, your fang is sharper, so you're alive indeed. in the iron. All right. And uh, after they kind of wheel him in, they give you guys a look of like, oh, Lord, where'd you find this one? You wouldn't believe us if we told you, honestly. Uh, uh, no, this is ICS. They probably would. Oh, that's true. Um, In that case, the guy was healing from a cave ceiling. Yeah. And uh, I think I've been infected with whatever dragged him there. All right. Uh, speaking of, I'll take the box out. There you go. Some samples for you guys. Perfect. Uh, they seem very happy that you guys have swung by. And as they're kind of setting all this stuff up, they take the sample, they have it all organized. Uh, basically, we'll bring you guys into like wing like four effectively. And in wing four, they'll be looking at this horn, this whatever it is, uh, along with Ivan in a more intensive care. And Margo, they're kind of just looking at you and stitching you up and whatnot, and trying to figure out like, you know, what's wrong. Um, the, the cut wasn't too deep. It's bleeding a little, but you're able to wrap it easily. Uh, the rest of you, you're just bruised up. Your, your clothes are cut. You got some mud on you. Uh, you were just you, you were mostly roughed up, mostly <laughs> bludgeoning damage, if you will. So you got some bruises, maybe some like, bruised a bone or two. Uh, but other than that, you aren't in pieces. Yeah, so good job. And Jay, you're doing good. It's going to be obviously some time of them uh, looking over this individual. And then they're going to, you know, look to you next, Margot, <laughs> as a general reminder. ICS is always busy. They never have enough people for obvious reasons. Uh, either they're lost in the field or we cannot trust people with this information. Uh, regardless, they're able to, you know, get you fixed up and uh, they take a quick look at Jay. He really has no issues. They will, of course, let you know, Margo, you need to monitor this cut. If you think it came from the same thing as what affected this boy, you let him know the name. Oh, they don't need to tell me that. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, by the way, I figure I probably drew a picture of the creature on the way here. Yeah, sure. And you can share that information with them. Uh, they try looking into it and it'll it'll take them a bit. But there isn't an instant answer, of course. So, also look up uh, Ivan Dallas. If he's the same case as uh, Finn. Uh, no, this person does indeed exist, but it looks as if he was probably born, uh, not in in this area, like a state over, and his his records don't like cut off. But understandably, if you live in a reclusive village. There's no way to get more records on you, really, except for like, you know, a general uh, shit. What's it called the consensus, uh, the, the census, right? Or like population. Yeah, population census. Census. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the census. So the only reason they really know he still exists is because a census is aware that this is a travel destination. They aren't like a cult. They're living in the woods. And they have to say, stay away from us. Let us just breed and feed. So that's not the situation. People know Galva Hills exists. But there isn't much information on him. There still is, though. Uh, how long has he been missing? Missing? Or, or is he not even marked as missing? No, he's not marked as missing. The, the last that, time I guess... That, that's alarming. Yeah, the last time his census was taken, he was indeed a resident of Gulf Hills. And I, I say that was... Pfft, oh, well, 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 when is the census? At the beginning of the year, we'll say, to make things easy. To make things nice and simple. Um, right now is early October, so I would say, yeah... Uh, at any time between January and now. Oh, sorry. Um, I guess I'm asking if there are any police reports filed on him. 
No, no police reports. Mainly because, you know, there's no police up there. But he was 100% a resident of Galva Hills, at least in January of this year. We can ask Stefan that when we go back. Indeed. So his records haven't been expunged, fortunately. He's indeed a person. He hasn't lived in Galva Hills for all of his life. Like I mentioned, he lived a state over as a child and moved here, well, saying his like early, early, like his 10s, 11, around that age, middle school. And uh, judging by the years, you said you're in your like mid to early 20s, Margo? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's about your age. He's like 22. Impossible to tell by looking at him, of course. Yeah, I'm 23. Yeah, okay. So you guys can spend some time here. It's entirely up to you. Uh, Margo and Jay, if you guys want to spend the night and chill here and then see by morning uh, if Margo has changed at all or if they've discovered anything from Ivan, that's up to you guys. You know, it's going to take a while for them to figure it out. I mean, yeah. I, d- I definitely want to learn as much about Ivan as I can. Okay, so we're basically going to stay the night. Yeah. Might as well, you know, wait to get information about anything. Perfect. And see right. if we get weird dreams. Yeah. The two of you, uh, Jay and Margo, both of you can heal one. As you're staying the night, Carson, you don't need to because you're doing hot. You're fine. I'm doing good. And Margo, like I mentioned, the cut on your leg merely itches. Not much worse than that. During this time, though, while they're trying to figure out what's going on with this Ivan individual, he is definitely not doing so hot. He wakes up a few more times as they're trying to operate on him. Uh, They attempt to remove some of the scab. They attempt to wash off what they can of him. And they do discover, as you guessed, some of this viscera, whatever it is, was rubbed into into his body or or on top of him. Maybe like, I don't know, really, who knows what? Like, realistically, they they, rituals, cult something. They have no idea. Uh, It's difficult to tell even what did it. But he wasn't just covered in scabs, but he is actually legit fully on covered. Uh, You tell him where his cut was initially, and they try to peel back some of the scabbing of that area. And it looks as if it's sprouting from like that spot. There's this sort of like an indentation on his arm where you can see it begun. They try to peel back that a bit and he freaks out a bit. Um, and we can say while the two of you are sleeping on this night. So we'll come back to you in a second, Carson, to finish that day. But we'll finish uh, this little bit here with ICS first. You guys are able to sleep just fine. Margo, no nightmares. Jay, no nightmares. Your leg itches a bit, Margo, but that's it. Ivan, though, after they you know, knock him out to the best of their ability. They're hesitant to give him too many drugs of any uh, variety because they don't know what's going on with him. Wrong thing mixes. Dude's dead. Cold trail. We don't want that. At some point in the night, though, they don't wake either of you as they assume you need your sleep. Uh, but you're relatively close by, Margo, because you're in the room next to Dallas. After you don't know how long, you awake to hear muffled screaming. And outside your door, Margo, you can hear people shuffling and shuffling and shuffling. And you hear for a moment his door opens and the screaming gets louder for a second and the door closes. And muffled voices quickly try to cease him from screaming and calm him down. And after maybe like a minute or two, he finally does. Well, I'm going to get up and go find out what happened. All right. You're able to whip around the corner. And as you do, the door (laughs) is, of course, closed. You can see through the little window that they're all rushed and kind of panicked around his body. And he looks like he is indeed calmed. And they're like wiping their brows and like, oh, God. And as you open the door, you can see them talking to themselves. They all kind of turn to you, Margo. And someone's like, oh, sorry, did we wake you? No. What happened? Uh, he was screaming about something. He, it was mostly incoherent, but he, something about needing to go back. Where did you find him from again? Cave. Huh. Filled with goo. 
Oh, wonderful. He kept screaming about needing to go back. We sedated him for now, but he seemed to be adamant. He started moving and, well, they take a step back and you can see the bed he's in is seeping blood as most of his wounds have opened up. And while he is out of it, he seems to be in pain. He's kind of writhing in place. And they say, we might need to tie him down. This is somewhat problematic, but we'll get it figured out. You're feeling all right, Margo? Yep, just a little itchy. Good, good. Well, keep an eye on it. If anything happens, definitely let us know. All right. And uh, keep me updated on his progress. Of course, of course. You will. might want to tie him down now. Uh, they're in the process of already doing so. And other than that, your night is uneventful. Uh, I will say the uh, the beds here aren't as comfy as the ones in uh, Season's Comfort, but they function. They're used to that, Margo. It's all good. Yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah. Uh, we'll cut back quickly to Season's Comfort. It's around, it's afternoon. Carson, by the time you arrive back to uh, speak with Graham, you see Graham pacing in the lobby of Season's Comfort as you go say, hey, what's up, Tim? How's he doing? I guess if he's pace, pacing it. He looks a bit worried, yeah. Oh, I ask him what's up. He turns and goes, oh, oh, Carson, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. And uh, Eleanor looks up and she's like, hey, and he's like, sorry, eh, eh. my bad. As, uh, shoot, you guys are a lot. You're, you're fine. You guys are good. Where's uh, Margo and Jay? They're just doing some business elsewhere. Are they all right? Are they fine? Um, yeah. All right. I live. Oh, worrying, but you guys are professionals, so I won't push that too much. Y'all said, I mean, obviously you didn't want me to come with. Fully get that. I'm not a fighter, but I'm assuming y'all went, you know, head to head with this thing. I am telling you right now, that was a buttload of stuff that I did not want to see in my entire life. Fair enough. I don't want to be scared either, um, so you can probably keep the details to yourself. It's pretty gnarly, you know. I would imagine so. Uh, speaking of gnarly, I've been looking after Maya. I don't really know her, of course, but, you know, I'm trying to not put the moves on her, but I'm trying to calm her, be a friend. I let him know that you all were out, and you all told her to stay in her room, right? Yeah. Man, she does not want to stay in her room. I, <laughs> She kept trying, I mean, I don't mind her leaving. She walked around town a little bit, but like, she kept pausing occasionally. We, we went to go get breakfast together and, you know, Eleanor offered it. But for whatever reason, Maya wanted to eat outside. And I mean, shoot, she she seemed really focused on the woods again. Like she wanted to go out there. And I kept having like, hey, 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 snap, 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 girl, what's up? And then she turned to me and, oh, nothing, nothing to worry about it. So I don't know. She seems a little agitated and we got into a little fight. Uh, she's like, yeah, hey, you don't need to follow me. Like, I'm older than you. I'm an adult. I'm like, I'm aware. I'm just I'm just here to help. She seemed. Not that we know her, but not like herself. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't aggro when we met her, right? No, not at all. She seemed a, a little, but she seemed to realize that maybe she wasn't sleeping. I don't know, but she charged back Did up to her room. Did you happen to see the, was it a cut on her hand or? Yeah, she had this like a, what you call it on it. And she was trying to scratch at it, but I kept reminding her. I, I basically let her know like, hey, I'm here to, you know, be that extra, extra pair of eyes. Let you know, don't scratch it, don't touch it. And she thanked me for that. But after a while, she started getting annoyed. I don't know if she's mad at me or mad that it itched. Yeah, it could be really any number of things. Yeah, um, she she charged up to her room at like, I don't know, nine ish. And it's like two. So she's been up there for a while. Something, uh, something about this. I'm going to I'm going to go up to her room and see if she's still in there. Yeah, I'm going to come with her, like chill down here. Uh, how about you do come with me? Um, But I, maybe stay out of sight. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll be around the corner, like next to the door. 
not looking yeah. creepy just kind of hanging yeah i got you and yeah totally not creepy at all definitely not <laughs> yeah two dudes like, hey listen <laughs> hey listen <laughs> hey, how you doing how you doing <laughs> i heard there's a girl alone in the room i know right show us your hand <laughs> not weird creepy i know right uh so yeah graham he chills like two two doors down so he's not like super super close and as you kind of head up and uh, knock on the door you hear someone startle on the inside but she doesn't answer i'm like maya it's uh it's carson just checking in on you after definitely too long a wait you're you go out to call again or knock and she answers like right before you do and she's nearby the door you just hear a whisper going what what do you want you okay yeah i'm fine what sure you're fine you look you're looking a little antsy oh you don't see her she has the door closed she's like she's like talking through it oh think you could uh think you could open the door maya again she pauses for a little too long and you hear it unlock and she cracks it and you can just see her face and she look tired a little annoyed but she looks you up and down and says are your friends here is just you uh well right now it's just me i guess Mm, all right well you you okay yeah i'm I'm fine i guess i'm Uh, hungry it's like two now so should probably grab something to eat i mean do you want me to get something for you uh yeah sure like a sandwich or something would be fine yeah i can do that cool you seem like you're acting a little funny i don't know if it's just me thinking that or are you nervous probably just nerves yeah tired you know i got this weird thing on my hand so and she smiles. And it, it seems it seems tired. It's a very, it's a very tired smile. When you ask how that's doing, uh, you notice that hand is behind her back and she says, oh, it's it's fine. Could I see it? I mean, no, not right now, at least. Is it uncovered? It. No, I recovered it. You recovered it. Yeah. So it was uncovered for a moment. Yeah. Have you scratched at it? She the, the look she gives you is like both shame and anger. And she just nods. All right, Maya. I'm uh, I'm gonna go get you a sandwich, uh, and I'm gonna come back up here, and I'm gonna have to keep an eye on you. She doesn't seem to protest, and she just nods at the sandwich and then slowly closes the door. She doesn't. She doesn't seem annoyed. She indeed just seems tired. Okay, I go get her a sandwich. Yeah, you're able to head down. Uh, Eleanor whoops you up a, a quick sandwich, and you know, like everything else, homemade, nice, well put together. Uh, she whips that up for you and no. Just... I also get a grandma sandwich. Sure. Uh, you actually, as you hand to him, he's like, oh, shit, I haven't eaten either. Damn. Because he, he's been like, you can tell he was definitely watching to like, is she going to come out? Uh, as you head on in, he jokes that he actually whipped around the back to see if she climbed out the window, but she didn't. Uh, he was he was worried. Uh, she... You know, <laughs> I know you're you're kind of joking. Definitely keep an eye out. Yeah, smart. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> he, he I know it seems a little ridiculous, uh, but genuinely, um, keep an eye out. All right. He laughs and nods at that, and kind of you know takes a space near the near the door of the building of Seasons Comfort without looking too weird. He's just sitting in one of the you know one of the little chairs. He's just chilling, reading some old ass paper. And at first he looks bored, like what the shit? Like what is this? And he's like, oh damn, this is like from the seventies. This is super old. And he's like, oh, it's actually kind of interesting. So he starts actually playing with that while you're doing your thing. <laughs> but he, he's clearly still paying attention. Like if he, if he hears anything outside, he'll he'll jump. And as you head back up, uh, Eleanor, you know, wishes you luck with whatever's going on. She's been watching. She can tell there's some tension, but you know, wh- whatever. Um, just don't be loud. <laughs> as you head on up, you knock, and she answers the door faster this time. Uh, it, she locked it again, but she unlocks it and then opens it. 
and takes a step back. To like let me in? Yeah. All right, well, I hand her the sandwich first of all. Uh, she kind of moves back to the door and takes the sandwich with her uh, left hand, which her right hand was the one that was cut. And this she makes looks me nervous. She, she looks at it. Funny. Yeah, and her hands, her hands in her in her pocket. She's wearing uh, like like jammies, just like real loose pants at this point. She probably like changed back into them. I'm actually just going to lean against the door frame <laughs> for a little bit. OK, she is looking at you and says, are we eating together or? Um, no, I'm just here to keep an eye on you. That's all. Until my friends I get mean, back. Can Carson eat after what he witnessed? No. He's feeling pretty gross. <laughs> His appetite is shot for the next day. But that's none of her business. She doesn't know <laughs> that. So you really want to see her hand, right? Yeah. All right. Roll me convinced to see if she'll uh, whip that bad boy out. You've been asking nicely. So, ooh, nice. Full success. Okay. With a 12, she really thinks about it, looks at the sandwich and looks at you and you seem genuine. Uh, you guys aren't like barreling down her door. It's not you and the team. It's, it's just one person. She nods along and says, all right, don't get don't get angry. All right. I know you told me not to scratch it. Yeah, I, I, I suspect it might not be entirely under your control, but let me look at it. She puts the sandwich down next to a small table and after sighing, she pulls her hand out and she's wearing a glove now, like a full on glove. Um, but it's not meant to be for what it's for and you can very clearly see there's blood seeping through it and she kind of peels the glove off and you see the well, what would have been uh, the scab that was kind of on like the back of her hand has mm -hmm. grown and it's starting to grow up her fingers oh man oh man and she looks at it just gr grotesquely and shoves it well she goes to shove it back in her pocket and realizes it's exposed so she can't and she's like ah. yeah, uh, let me let me let me put some new band-aids on that for you after sighing she's like i'm, I'm right-handed i'm useless with this hand so thank you i appreciate it and she yeah. she, gra she grabs the first aid stuff for you she has it ready she just can't use it properly and after handing yeah. it to you you're kind of wrapping her up and she's looking away uh just mostly she wants to eat so looking at that's not gonna help um yeah she looks super annoyed but from how Graham described her, she's more calm down now. So she's she's annoyed. She's annoyed, like calm annoyed. Not like she's mad at you, like she's mad at herself. Yeah. Um, I guess I finished wrapping up the hand. And she like, flexes a bit to make sure it's good. And she, you know, thanks you. Uh, I do think I'm going to say you should wear the glove anyway. Um, I have a bigger one that will fit. I'll go nab that one. Okay. That's not looking too good. No, I don't know what the hell will be causing this. This doesn't make any sense. I'm not stupid. This isn't scabs don't spread like that. Yeah, they don't. It's that's pretty freaking weird. Um, <sighs> in case you have not yet gathered, something funny's happening. Yeah, I'm aware. Um, I'm not going to bother showing it to the doctor again. He's not going to say anything. Yeah, I, I. I'm feeling kind of funny also about the locals. <laughs> well, that's just me. Um, Should I be worried? No, I, you know, we're here. Me and my, my team are here. Um, I don't think you need to worry about the locals or that. Just we're here to keep an eye on you. Okay. She looks, she looks reassured. Can you describe to me like the sensation of that, like needing to scratch that? What was it? Is it like different to anything else you've experienced or is it just weird? 
she nods at that and essentially lets you know it's the reason she's so annoyed is because it's it feels as if it's out of her control. She if she isn't doing anything with her hands or if the hand isn't covered by something, she can not even feel her left hand going to scratch at the right hand or sometimes if the left hand is busy and the right hand is not, she'll like scratch it up against like a table or something. And she said that happened multiple times. And she lets you know that happened while she was out eating with Graham, which is probably why she snapped at him. If you could apologize, you know, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. But she was picking at it like while they're eating and it grossed her out and just kind of pissed her off. So she'd storm back up here. But it's there's like an annoyed like I was bit by a mosquito itch and oh, it feels so good to scratch it. She doesn't even know she's doing it and she keeps catching herself, but she's been catching herself less frequently. So it's like um, like something like the, the scratch is being compelled to touch, but she can't. She doesn't even notice that it's happening until it's already. Yeah, basically. All right. A sentient scab. That is pretty disgusting. <laughs> the many faced sentient <laughs> sentient scab. Um, uh, I know that this is definitely like not a comfortable experience. Um, but I would like it if somebody would stay with you and keep an eye on you. Um until we have it all figured out if you're not if you're okay with that yeah that should be fine my well my buddy that i came with he had to go back early i you know work and all that so i'm currently here alone but i i can't handle myself it's just i can handle myself against normal things this is very clearly abnormal i don't understand it it's really starting to piss me off and she's kind of looking at her hand like damn it Yeah, I mean, honestly, that is that's about that tracks really about the whole situation. Um, she she agrees and says, uh, if if Grandma wants to hang out with me more, that's fine. She wasn't annoyed. I mean, <laughs> maybe she said he's a little too chipper for how annoyed I am, and like <laughs> he is very chipper. You know, I really admire that. Uh, I'm not so optimistic, uh, but you know, oh, love that for him. Hopefully, some will rub off on me because. It'll be fine. It'll it'll definitely be fine at some point. All right. Well, I'll text Graham to let him know that that she apologized. Uh, text shouldn't work, right? She means text with her mouth, his mouth. Um. On that note, is this the same day or the next day? Uh, for for them, it's the same day. Okay. Yeah. And then, effectively, Carson. Uh, I guess to now fast forward, you let Graham know that you know Maya's cool with him hanging out. She does let you know, though, that she wants to spend the rest of the day just kind of here, relaxing, uh, trying to figure out, like, she's going to try to focus on not scratching and just chill. Uh-huh. So she, she thanks you for the sandwich. She wants to be alone, but not in a, like, piss off kind of way. That in sounds a, good. Keep yeah, yeah, like a, a real chill way. If she needs y'all, she, you guys prove to be good people, so she'll, she'll let y'all know. Basically, she said, if Grandma wants to swing by again to hang out, she said that's okay. If somebody needs to keep an eye on me, if it's not one of you three. He can uh, let him know to come by tomorrow. So effectively for the rest of the day, Carson, uh, do you do anything? Or you kind of just hang around town. Uh, I'm just hanging around. OK, that works. And uh, by that point, you have nothing you need to heal. <laughs> so you and Graham get good sleep. No nightmares, no dreams, Perfect. nothing of that nature. Uh, and the next day fully rolls around. We'll cut back to ICS with Jay and Margo. And by the morning, Ivan has not woken up again and freaked out. Uh, but they are definitely worried about his general state. Um, can I assume that they tested the scabs for maybe 
something in substance um unfamiliar substances uh substances that don't belong in the bloodstream not necessarily that but uh definitely magic yeah so <laughs> unfortunately they can't like detect magic but they detected other uh, other forms of dna that weren't his the parts they substances yeah H- human dna or animal dna uh, both human and animal DNA. It was rubbed on his scabs. This was part of what was rubbed off. It's old, though, so it's really hard to track any of it. They can try if you want. It'll just take them some time. I mean, yeah, track it. Okay, they can most definitely try. So how's my leg looking? Uh, you wake up, and there is indeed, where you were scratched, a tiny little scab just along the, the cut. Excellent. Is this itching you're feeling like the kind of itch like it is, uh, like there's something there or like there's something underneath? For Margot, it's just kind of like a tingly itch, almost like, not like it's infected or anything, but kind of like she's being tickled just slightly. Like an annoyed little itch. Not too bad. Well, I will uh, intentionally wrap it up so that I don't scratch it because I know better. Perfect. Um, And then I'm sure this resort has a landline, so I will call. Okay, who are you calling? To, to um, Carson. What are you texting to Carson? Calling landline or cell phone signal. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I, a modern I, boy. I, 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 it's, it's obviously the main office, <laughs> and I'm sure they'll patch me through. All right, you are indeed able to call Seasons Comfort. They do have a landline. Perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, so, how'd it go? Well, there's only a little bit of local lore that that matches what we know. Um, only a little. That's strange. Well, he said it's never been written down. It's only passed through his family, really, through oral tradition. Always sus. Is that sus? Uh, yes. One family with an oral tradition? Yeah. Or maybe written traditions disappear. Yeah, I mean, they're either protecting something or protecting everyone from something. Yeah, I mean, he's really worried about... Um, the, the image of his town. The image of the town more than than anything else. It seems like because it's such a small village that if there's any bad press that gets out, the the economy just gonna tank. I guess. Well, uh, <laughs> he they're not, they're not much of a resort to begin with, so that seems kind of dumb. He did share some information with me, but I got the the vibe that he was hitting his limit for the day um and i didn't want to push so we might have to go back in another time either way whatever it is is not going to be in the local lore quote unquote (laughs) um except maybe through that guy he didn't recognize finn but he also as he he said that if he has seen the creature he's forgotten it there I don't that. think that's something I can ever forget seeing, honestly. Uh, yeah, me either. Oh, so, who really knows? And then I went in to check on Maya. Oh, good, I was just going to ask about her. Something funny is going on with that scratch, which Bring I think... It. I'm going to send an ICS agent to come pick her up. Just for you to watch out, since I know that you have a cut. Um, uh, yes, and it's scabby. Yeah, it seems like she is scratching it without even knowing that she's scratching it. And 
through that, it is getting larger. So I think that you'll need somebody to watch you. I'm not scratching it. I assume you're here with me, Jay. Probably. Uh, I will. I will look at you. Well, Jay's the only one who's going to do that. So, uh, all right. Keep an eye out, Jay. Well, I can't have an eye on a twenty-four-seven. It's probably easier if we, I don't know, make a cast around your foot or something. I mean, it's already wrapped up. I can wrap it more. Yeah, I mean, something more solid. Something that something that would need. We're in a hospital. We somebody else to take it off. I think is what you need. Yeah, yeah but I'm going to need to check on it every now and then, so it yeah. needs to be semi-removable. Yeah, think of like a cone of shame, except for your leg or something. <laughs> I'm sure Pretty there's much. someone in the hospital that has something like that. Definitely. Uh, that said, let me let Maya know that we're going to have some come pick her up. All right. Uh, do you need a reason? Do I need a reason? We did tell her to, about the... to talk her into it. I mean, she seems like she trusts me. Maybe. All I right. Need a well, what would the reason you have be? What would your silly Let, little excuse just... <laughs> be? I think we told her that we're like flora experts or something looking for like a highly allergic plant species, right? Yeah. She definitely yeah. thinks she's definitely aware that something weird is going on. Yeah, let's I don't just think say that it's we unusual need... and we need um we need more unfortunate victims. You can use a different word, of course. We need more unfortunate victims? <laughs> I'm what an unfortunate victim, too. Uh, it's, it's an alien conspiracy or something. <laughs> uh, I did not get that impression from her. I don't think she's a conspiracy theorist, but you can never tell these days. They're sure. hidden in plain sight. Those conspiracy theorists. Sure, um, sure. You think the moon is real? <laughs> you think the Earth is real? Whoa, Whoa. that's too far. Non-existent Earth theory. My favorite. We're all in the Matrix anyway. It's all a simulation. Yeah, but the Matrix is still on Earth. That's not how that works, Melanie. I mean, Margo, the Matrix is Earth. Sorry. Say so. <laughs> yeah, the book was better anyway. Should always try out conspiracy theories, somebody. Yeah. The moon landing was real. No, the moon isn't real. Love it. Space isn't um, real. He's crazy that you believe in that. What a weirdo. Everyone, everyone know the earth and said the, the clouds. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess I'll go talk to uh, to Maya in a little bit. Okay. Give her a break from me. And effectively, your justification is because we're like floral experts. Uh, we know that so we found someone that can look at it, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, this is. While trustable, it's still a very extreme. You did just meet her after all. Um, so, <laughs> yes, but we're not sure what it could be, and we need to make sure that nothing bad happens to her. Of course. So, regarding this request, Carson, are you going to make it by yourself or wait for your team to come back so they can uh, maybe back up, assist you asking? Uh, yeah, she can wait for the expert. I'm yeah. sure the expert has charm in spades. Do you have charm in spades? Jay no, that's, no. That, that's why I'm sending an expert. I am negative charm. Oh uh, my god. Well, the expert would either be uh, Margo or Jay, so... Oh, uh, you want me? I thought I was going to send some scrub. No, you are. What I'm saying is NPCs don't roll, so... Do you want, do you want Carson to roll by themselves, or you want oh, to be there to help out? Oh, yeah, I would like to help out. Okay, yeah, that's effectively what I'm asking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all right. some more days of downtime anyway, honestly. Yeah, you can also ask over the phone, realistically. It's fully up to you. 
Oh, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Ask over the phone. Uh, yeah, like you can basically, if you want, say Carson to May, like, hey, you know, I found someone that can help, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, if, if you happen to fail your role, Carson, you can say, well, I got Margo on the phone here. She could help alleviate your et cetera. And then. Yeah, I'll do that. OK. I have now been scratched. I'm going through the same thing. Yeah. So Eleanor can hold the phone for you, Carson. And uh, that's probably, you know, a reasonable time. You ask Maya. Buddies. Exactly. Uh, you basically tell Maya, hey, I got good news and everything you told her. So go ahead and third time's a charm. Roll me. Convince. You got a partial success. We got a full success and back to a partial success. So, uh, Margo, my help out would help, right? Yes, your help out would bring it to an 11. Help me out, you bitch. I'm looking for it. Well, you make progress. At least you're going to experience. You're not wrong. Margo, go ahead and Margo. You're helping out saying, I have it too, doesn't help. (laughs) I am speechless. Alrighty. (laughs) Uh, So, you see, Maya, that Margo doesn't necessarily flub it, necessarily, but she hears that Margo has it too, and kind of goes, ah, alright. And while she does trust you guys, because you guys have opened a, a, a solid rapport with her, she, in general, just seems concerned. So this is still a mixed success, it's still a nine. Uh, obviously, Margo Mark experience, so you didn't fail, Carson. Still mixed. You'll have to give her a good reason, or trade her something in order for her to want to do this, or she's just gonna flat out say, no, I'll stay here. Well, what can I trade her that'll make her think it's a good idea? If you guys want to come up with something, you can. Otherwise, her general deal will be effectively, while I trust you guys, this is going to have to be somewhere like in the open, somewhere obvious. So no, she doesn't want to get kidnapped. Correct. Obviously. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. So not ICS. It'll be somewhere she recommends ish, uh, maybe like a clinic that she knows. And ICS could probably sneak a person in there. But basically somewhere that she wants to be under, you know, her watch, her rules. Well, she does trust you. There's some weirdos out there and it's not that she doesn't trust Carson. Maybe the specialist she doesn't trust. Who knows? But basically, if she wants to peace out, she can peace out. Oh, that's absolutely fine. I have no trouble. with That, that is actually not fine. Not fine? Our scab guy wanted to go back to the forest. If she's half in her right mind and able to walk out on her own, that's bad. Yeah, but that's what the, uh, the crony is, right? One watching her. Yeah, but if we force her to stay, if she's intent to, to be afraid that we might lock her up, then, then this could get messy. No, uh, if it gets bad enough that she literally tries to break out to get back into the forest, we are going to have to lock her up anyway. I, I should not have failed. <laughs> um, and at that point, you know, ICS uh, Look, I think that it's perfectly valid for her to want it. It, it is, but I feel like it's going to backfire. Well, um, you but... could always, you know, send her a photo of what happened to the other guy. True. I, I mean, I feel like we have a good rapport. I don't think she'll decide to that I'm trying to hurt her. We we can we can chance, we but. can start with that. And you guys know that your expert will keep a good eye on Maya, knowing that the deal is you know don't don't be creepy and uh, don't like chase her. Like if she runs, keep an eye on her for her own safety. But you know they'll they'll send someone that has good bedside manner, basically. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, you know, I think that this is a reasonable risk. Yeah. I mean, we aren't locking up her in a room or anything. It's like right. she's going to a clinic where people will be watching her. Exactly. Uh, so she agrees to this, Carson. Uh, a, a vehicle will be sent for her basically in a day. So this is relatively early. I say it's about 10 or so in the morning. Uh, so you guys, Margo and Jay, you guys can stay at ICS if you wish. Uh, Carson, obviously, you're still in Galva Hills. So y'all can do whatever you want. Margo and Jay, you guys can come back. 
you can chill play up to you. before i leave i would at least ask like the the medics like you know in a case of emergency do you think uh amputation would work or something like that getting rid of the wound itself since it originated from there they'll depending on the uh so obviously ivan is completely covered in it regarding maya if it if it starts spreading to a degree where they literally can't stop it yeah they're gonna try to amputate that that's gonna be the next option so i don't want to lose my leg i mean they don't want you to lose your leg either so i can see i mean it would it's be still unfair. shallow enough you know it, i'm not going to suggest anything but well also truth it off before it spreads you know truth be told i'm better off losing a leg than an arm so that works for me i guess yeah if you lose an arm spread enough you might be able to get away with just like getting rid of the skin whereas in just pull an evil dead and just shove that gun. sword in the stub Ew. So okay, um, terrifying. Um, also, <laughs> no, <laughs> I I want them to test me, you know, my area of injury. Of course, have them cut it open, see what happens. Yeah. Oh, you want you want them to like mess with it, mess with it. Nothing too debilitating, but yeah, run run some semi hardcore tests. Okay, so do you want to basically spend the day having ICS look at it? Yeah, I'll spend another day there. Okay, that's uh, that's kind of creepy. I am the I, perfect I guinea pig now that I've been injured. I would definitely imagine them like cutting a part off and seeing if it grows back. Alrighty, we can definitely go that route. Uh, Carson, since you're going to be in Galva Hills for effectively a whole ass day, what do you want to do? I will remind you guys that in realistically any game, you can always do like a vibe check uh, investigation of like looking around town, talking to people, things of that nature. If you don't have a specific question, that's always acceptable. Yeah, I'll do a general vibe check. Sure. I'll have you roll that in a second, but you will be rolling Investigative Mystery in a moment. Margo, though, uh, you will spend the day with Jay and various professionals. They're going to uh, pin you down, slap you, and uh, cut your leg off. No, they're going to basically look at the wound. It's fine. They can replace a leg with something more powerful. Exactly, like a chainsaw. And it, it doesn't... Oh, oh, I'll take a chainsaw over a sword. Groovy. Like, can you use it as, like, a movement ability then? Are you chainsaw? <laughs> That'll be some pretty intense um, mechanicaling, so... You need yeah. two, two chainsaws. G give it, like, tank treads? Yeah, yeah. If you have two chainsaws, it's like, a, it's like skates. Rollerblades. <laughs> they just go. All right, anyway. <laughs> Get off my carpet, Margo! No! Um, <laughs> anyway, so they're able to look at your leg and kind of assess the general situation. They don't find anything that is abnormal because you only really had it for a day. No weird chemicals. Um, you do discover that they find somewhat of like a numbing. It's not a poison, but it was like a numbing agent, at least. That just barely any of it left. It was like stuck in like the dried blood on your leg. You did a good job cleaning it, but you mostly wrapped it to preserve the crime scene, if you will. So they found somewhat of that. Uh, but other than that, the wound seems fine. You let them know, and the hair over hair, it's the same as the one Ivan's got, so it's going to get pretty gnarly. But for the time being, it's a boring-ass normal scratch, Margo. Nothing special. And that's effectively going to take the day. Uh, Jay, are you doing anything, I guess, in, in town or in this area? Uh, I mean, aside from suggesting them to, you know, put a cast around her leg so she literally can't scratch it. Fair. Yeah, I'm curious if it will grow or disappear uh... if it's left untouched, so I'm fine with that. I guess I'll ask Marco if she can pull some strings or something. Or the hand. You, you're, you're looking for something to help with this case? Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I can ask the handler instead. Can I get permission to look around, please? Uh, they definitely can. First, though, because 
let's see, in terms of information that you guys have, it's good, but could be better. And we'll have Carson roll first. So Carson, go ahead and roll me investigate a mystery because you guys have a landline. Uh, if Carson gets anything juicy, they can funnel this back over to you guys. Well, it's Alrighty. not going to be juicy. That's for sure. I mean, you find something. You indeed find something. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I have a lot of random clues I can throw your way. Let me, let me see if Modern there's any... juice. Yeah, let's see if there's anything I can throw you. Notice that the town is in the shape of a pentagram. <laughs> Suddenly okay. it all makes sense. <laughs> oh, and you're in the middle of it. Oh. All right, so there are a couple things. I can only give you one of them. Let's see. Do you want a clue regarding the town in general, or do you want a clue regarding the inn? The inn? Yeah. Specifically? Yep. Yeah, I want that. Okay. The first thing you notice, and this is kind of a general vibe, is this will take you basically all day. So you can easily phone back if you wish. And I'll say, Jay, your request, they can help you, but they'll need more information on what this thing is, if and at I all possible. I can give them all the information. Okay. I can explain in detail what it looks like and uh, how it felt. Perfect. So, Carson, something you find is Marco that... made a draw to a picture, right? Yes. I'll show that. Mm-hmm. So for Carson, you discover something incredibly interesting. Upon looking at all the different buildings in Galva Hills, and then looking at the inn, you notice the scratches on the windows are only located on the inn. No other building has scratches, at least of that same description. What? If they are scratched, you can tell they are surface level due to what we assumed, or I guess maybe what they want you to assume, are trees, leaves, maybe some rocks, storms, hail, things of that nature. But there are very, very intentional scratches on the windows of only the inn and only the rooms in which people stay. All the windows? Every single one. Ah. That's bizarre. What about that's, the that's us. owner's room? Uh, where she sleeps? Yeah. Uh, you actually look around, like, the bottom floor? No scratches. You're not 100% sure if Eleanor actually stays in the inn or not. Is she related to the old man? Eleanor, no. How long has she what been if, owner? What if all the villagers are, like, mutated versions of the people that went missing? Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Eleanor is... Well, you... You could probably ask. Uh, I say while you're kind of moving around. Uh, Eleanor's family has owned the uh, Seasons Comfort for quite some time. So she basically inherited it from uh, her mother and father. And she's just running it now. Uh, and she does have... So they're long-term Galva residents. Yes, indeed. Uh, unfortunately, her partner passed away a-, a while back. But she does have a son uh, that she's raising alone. And she does live you know, alone with said son, but not in Seasons Comfort. She has her own house. And like I said, you, you noticed before... All either homes. None of them have scratches on their windows. It's only Seasons of Comfort. You're like, I need to go find the basement or something. (laughs) Uh, You would be able to, before the day runs out, relay this information back to uh, Jay at ICS. And I will say, Jay, without having you need to roll anything, is basically with the image, with the description, with everything you guys are able to give them, there is also the um, the weird post nails. Was it like um, like totem pole with like nails driven into it, or was it more of like a framework posts? More totemy, yeah. So basically, they took like a tree, scraped all the bark off, and then boom, boop, boop, nails. 
Oh yeah, they we were, were gonna... like they were like normal nails, or were they like the you know those big nails that you use for trains? Yeah, uh, train things or more so that size. They're huge. Okay, so okay, yeah, I'd also add those in the mix. What would those even mean? So they definitely have some information. They they let you know a couple things. Uh, they say first and foremost, looking at you know that jawbone and all this all this nonsense, they can tell that the um, the piece of the deer, that horn, the plant, whatever it is, it's made of bone, but they can't obviously ID it. It's not, it doesn't belong to any like, individual. They don't know if it's animal. They don't know if it's human. But the thing is, this is super normal for entities. So we expect that. No more cryptid stuff. Exactly. So th- th- that is to be expected. Um, regarding the information of what they have, they let you know that, hey, y'all have a, a landline. If you can either feed us more information and you're able to feed this information from Carson, uh, that only the inn has scratches, basically they'll look into this. And for every clue you give them, I, I basically have a list of clues here uh, that I have written down. And these clues specifically will lead to this thing. Uh, they let you know that upon looking at like all the various incursions that have occurred in the past, this thing there's a there's a possibility uh, gauging on how it's reacted and what it's doing that it's hiding its real form and the way it's currently presenting itself could possibly be a way to basically spread fear so they're not sure if that the thing you're looking at is actually it so effectively the more information you guys can yeah so the more information you guys can bring back to them talking about more of like an ethereal ethereal thing or more of like a it might be hiding in the cave and it has a physical body thing. They're thinking from everything you gave them, Jay, um, you said it basically out of these thorns, out of this like plant bone structure, it made, well, A, it's antlers dragged down and tried to trap you guys. Clearly not a plant. It it can extend these. Okay, so that's something. Maybe it's a shapeshifter. Maybe it can transform itself. It it can make these animals, but the animal was connected to the original because you guys saw it standing there after you shot it. It's also all part of the plant life, right? Yes, uh, so all of it is part of that, meaning if it can just make these fake looking deer out of this like weird bone structure, it's probably some form of uh, shapeshifter, uh, something along those lines. But it, the entity you saw, is most likely it. The way it's hiding itself under all the skin, they're not sure why it's doing it. Maybe it's ashamed of itself. Maybe, you know, it's just doing it to scare, prey. That part they don't know. So if you can provide like more clues, they can give you more information effectively. But they are now looking into it definitely with everything you've given them, which is quite a bit. I mean, I, I would give them as much information as I could give them, I guess. Like everything we know. Like it didn't seem interested in hunting us down until we started cutting this guy, uh, guy out of the cave. Yeah, that they basically lead to. Observing. Yeah, so that um, they basically come to the conclusion that this is a possibility. This scabbing structure is weird. You said there were only faces hanging on it. The only non-scabbed part of Ivan is his face. So it feels like you took its prey and it was angry. So the second you touched that, he was basically ripe for the picking. You pissed it off. Right. And of course, the cave also let down further and it was creepy. That they don't know, but it's <laughs> probably best not to go in there. You can if you want, but yeah, M- Margo landing on it but yeah. at the same time. Margo would know that's dangerous. <laughs> yes. The only reason I would go in there is if I think like there's a heart down there or something. Indeed. Like beating heart in the darkness. The telltale. Yeah. And so, uh, have they done any research on like uh, what this scabbing might be weak to? I guess. Like, can can we burn it? 
they're currently looking into it, but they're, they're not sure. It, it'll definitely take some time. Uh, but of course, you guys are more than welcome to stay here. They can attempt to call Seasons Comfort when they have information. And if you guys are in town, Eleanor can like, hey, you guys got a call from, you know, your... Uh, what, what, do, what do you want to say they are? Like a florist, sir? <laughs> What's the cover? I mean, we already went with the floral, uh, fauna, flora expert, so, you know. Okay, so like a museum like, or something, yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, something that doesn't... Of- it gets too much attention for like the locals to uh oh okay i was gonna say we heard rumors of um unusual undiscovered plant life here and we're curious to see if it was real yeah more so but, it but, might but, be well that'll that'll grab attention though yeah uh the- yeah but not negative is the more so the cure i want mm, that's true um, uh, effectively and if, if i see rare plants that might be a good thing for them even yeah so if i see calls they'll go under that and they'll ask for you guys and say, hey, we got some information about the flora you brought back, et cetera, et cetera. So only Eleanor will know. Wildlife protection. Pretty much. Only she'll know. Um, so regarding that, Margo, you can go ahead and heal one more as you're going to stay the whole day here. Uh, Carson, you basically spend the whole day around Galva Hills and you discover what you discover. And they let you know that they'll be sending a, a little buggy <laughs> to pick up Maya uh, the next morning, basically. After they you know, discover everything they can. Ivan right. is still they're trying to keep Ivan out of it as much as they possibly can. They haven't found a way yet to fix this like scabbing, but anytime he wakes up, he mostly against his will is like trying to get up and he's not saying why, but if they pester him and push him and if he's not, you know, Google out of it, then it looks like he's trying to get back. I want to go back. I need to go back. I have to go back. Like he looks, he looks out of it until they knock him back out. And he, so he looks scared. So he doesn't talk to anyone either. Like he he just cries to go back. He's on it's and off. Just, it's just his face that's not scabbed, right? Yep. Do you think if we had left him there, the face would have been become part of his face might have been become part of the creature's faces? Po- yeah, I'm inclined to say so. Possibly. Uh to be clear, it's been about two days. And Margot and Jay, they let you know that the scabbing has not continued. It has stayed exactly where it was. They even you know, they're testing it, but this is for you and for Maya. They cut some of the scab around his face to see if it would continue onto his cheeks. It did not. It scabbed over exactly where it was. No further. Oh, God. That can't, that has to be painful, though. A little. They're, they're doing their best oh, to keep him knocked out. Hmm. Uh, Margo, during the uh, during this night, though, before we roll over to the next day, roll me tough. Alrighty. While in the middle of the night, once again, no strange dreams. You seem fine. Your leg is wrapped up, but you do wake up in the middle of the night and you kind of feel yourself rubbing your leg against the side of like your bed, but you wake up fast enough to realize what you're doing and you stop. And after you reposition, you're able to get back to bed with no issues. Would, would I be able to say that uh, the idea to cover her up with like a thing is a help action? Uh, it, it very much helped. So this she won't get any further scabbing. It's not going to break it. Uh, nine is a, is a mixed success, but that means she did do it, so no problem. Uh, I, I am now aware that it affects you while you're sleeping, though, so interesting. I'll make sure to handcuff you when you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to tie on my leg, too. Can I... I... Handcuffs in my van, <laughs> can I have Carson double-check? Because, um... Can we double-check if Ivan was a visitor to the inn? Uh, no, Ivan I lived mean, there. He was... Yeah, he lived there. He was a local, apparently. Oh, so he just might have gone missing from town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Ivan was on the census for Galva Hills at the beginning of the year. All right, now on this day, we, we wake up, 
And uh, like I said, Jay, your suggestion is uh, effectively what helped Margo not, not have to actually deal with any any problems. Of course, it's hard to walk around during the day like this, but when you sleep, uh, they effectively can give you like an on-off cast, Margo, for sleeping. So that'll help. Obviously, during the day, you can't wear it. You're not going to get around. But you have a, a decent wrapping for the Full plate armor. Exactly. Uh, so they'll keep looking after Ivan. If they get any new information, they'll call you. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to go back to Gob Hills if you wish. They will be sending a car basically along with you guys if you leave in the morning to go pick up Maya. So it's up to you, Jay, and Margo. Oh, I would also leave behind the, um, the map that I bought for them to, like, I don't know, study. Maybe if they can figure anything out from the names and stuff. Sure. Yeah, they'll make a copy of it and let you keep your original. Sure. Did my scab get worse overnight? Uh, as it's all wrapped up, you're, it definitely did get worse from the original, but that's probably because you had them work on it and cut it open. Okay. Yeah, so it looks worse from the initial scabbing, if that's what you're asking. Uh, yeah. And if it, is it much worse? It's hard to tell, honestly, at this point. Okie dokes. Uh, other than that, are the two of you returning to Galva Hills? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think there's anything more we can do outside of Galva Hills right now. Alrighty, and uh, with that, like I mentioned, a car is sent to go pick up uh, Maya. Uh, very early, it'll move along the same time that Jay and Margaret do, so everyone will arrive at the same moment. Uh, and when they do, the three of you are indeed reunited. Uh, Graham seems fine. He let you guys know that he didn't really have any nightmares either. And uh, we'll say we probably get there since y'all left early, like just, just prior to noon, around is, 11 or so. Is he okay leaving work for this long? Because this is kind of an extended vacation now. Uh, he was planning an extended vacation. Okay, excellent. Yeah, so he basically saved up all of his uh, <laughs> his work time to take a full on vacation uh, because his little, you know, weekend trips and night trips of trying to look for his friend didn't work. So he saved up as much as he possibly could to call you guys. And he was excited and prepared for this. Aww, it's a good guy. It's going to be so sad when you find out when that Graham was the monster all along. <laughs> <gasps> no, that doesn't even make any sense. I don't know why I'm so no, shy. <laughs> 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 uh, instantly, instantly chose to suspend disbelief for it, and then realized that it just would not work well, narratively. Or would it? Dun, dun, dun. I mean, Maybe the monster was Finn the whole time. Also possible. Have we tried taking pictures of the creature, like actual pictures? No. Who, who are you asking? I mean, Graham took his camera with him, right? Yeah. Yeah, has he tried taking pictures of, like, the deer we encountered? I mean, he was No way. Yeah, he wasn't there the second time, so... The first one, y'all just kind of looked at it, and he barely even saw it. And Carson saw it, primarily. Well, do we happen to have a spare camera with us? Oh, yeah, you guys have the camera on you. Well, it's time to that. See if things happen. Excellent. All right, so we're all, indeed, reunited. And uh, the, uh, the truck Actually, arrives. We, we yes. have our phones. What are we talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't blame you. You can bring up like a backup camera in case you're not, you don't trust the phone. So well, it's all good. You, yeah. you, you suggested a body cam, right? Yeah, true. I yeah. have GoPro. Yeah, I, hey, realistically, any shit like that, go for <laughs> you, it. You know what? Since we were in town anyway, I bought some GoPros. Sure. <laughs> we are now have uh, video evidence of anything we do in, in the forest. Hell yeah. So we arrive around 11 or so, and the specialist comes up. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably go with... Since Graham's been spending some days uh, with Maya, Graham goes to like, hey, hey, Maya, you know, the specialist is here. And she doesn't answer initially. He knocks a couple more times. 
and he kind of looks at specialist like, uh, uh, okay. Please don't tell me we were too late. You're not. She takes an extra minute to answer, but when she does, uh, you notice that she kind of has her whole hand wrapped up in like one of the bed blankets. Her like her arm is wrapped up, and she just looks really tired. Like what? Maya, was it that bad yesterday when I called? Oh my god, it was only on her fingers. And when you say that, she smirks and points and says, I didn't scratch it. I stayed up. I wanted to, but I didn't. And she holds the, the arm up and says, this kind of worked, I think. I'm not sure. A little. Wait, okay. <laughs> let me, let me, let me, okay. Take a second. Take a what? You didn't scratch it the entire time, which is very good. Well done. Uh, and it still got that big? No, it's it's she starts to unwrap it and it, it doesn't it didn't go up her arm. Uh, she she seems proud, like there's no way it got any bigger. And as she unwraps the whole thing and shows her hand when the whole group saw it, it was about where her wrist was. Carson, when you saw it, it was just barely like half an inch down her wrist. And that's the last time you saw it. As she happily unwraps it, it looks like it's about an inch or two down her wrist now. And she looks at it in dismay. Like, I didn't I didn't scratch it. I swear. She's just looking at it like, what the shit? She goes to daintily pick at it like oh maybe it's just over my skin oh. and as she goes to touch it it's it is a scab it's it's like full on she goes ah shit okay never mind and she holds her hand away from herself like all right and as she unwraps it a very faint foul smell kind of drifts no away from her hand. not the smell similar. capital t capital stm yeah it smells very similar oh man you know um maya props to not scratching it i very well done. But Nods. oh my god. Yeah? Well, I didn't touch it, so specialist guy, I guess you're here to take me away and look at it? And, you know. Yeah, but, well, but, at least, yeah. I guess it hampered the growth. She, well, well, she seems a little proud. She's still pissed that I got bigger anyway, and she's like, it's all good, it's all good. She's like, shit. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, there's so no glove. it grows, it grows anyway. But scratching makes it fast. Uh, she's like thinking of that and kind of Nods in agreement, like, yeah, probably. Damn it. Okay. So she doesn't know what's going on, but, you know, it's happening. So there's no reason to ignore it. She gets dressed real quick, goes in a coat, uh, puts on uh, the best, like, loose glove she can so it doesn't rub up against it. And she's like, all right, specialist, take me away. Do your best. On whatever that will be. Uh, so they will bring them basically to the general town area and a mile will get looked at. So they leave it around noon. Well, um, did we want to go talk to uh stefan right now and if you want to spend the day doing something else yeah because i think tonight we're going to uh break and enter break and enter where the hotel yeah i do tell you guys about the fact that there are only scratch marks in here or on the windows here and nowhere else well I mean, wait if eleanor doesn't sleep here that's even better that means we have access more easily to the back rooms oh i gotcha I mean, I'm cool talking to Stefan, but I'm probably going to be a little aggressive. Don't be aggressive. Um, he's, he's he's been not not helpful, but also not not helpful. You know what no, I mean? No, 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 no. People are dying. <laughs> That's murder. Wait, who's died? Everyone before Ivan. Okay, every that's single fair. one of those faces hanging. You know what? That's out. fair. I was cons I only considered the last several weeks, but that's very fair. Ivan probably would have been dead. 
Uh, very, might, very soon. Frankly, he might still die. So... Considering the people that die, you know, are forgotten by everyone and everything. So it's kind of like, well, do you died. think Stefan... Maybe S Stefan doesn't know that people are actually dying. True. Uh, yeah, because he possible. can't remember them. And he probably doesn't know. So if we tell him now, he might be more more willing to to discuss uh, it. How about I have a picture of uh, Ivan on my phone? Sure. I mean, uh, he probably uh, still remembers Ivan, honestly. He doesn't know what he looks like now, though. True. I mean, if he wants to make a picture of him, that's fine. All right, I have a picture just in case. Okay. Did you guys all go straight to his home? Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Alrighty. Y'all are able to do that. And uh, like before, instead of him answering the door, uh, this time it is the maid. And she seems very like, oh, surprised. I'm like, oh, didn't mean to, you know, wasn't expecting you all today. Uh, you know what brings you in? He offered us tea, right? Mm hmm I'm here for that tea. And I also believe there was something about pastries. Oh, she smiles at that and says, if you could wait one moment, I will be right back. And she... Gently closes the door, turns about. You can hear it kind of clop, clop, clop away. You don't hear any muffled conversation, but after about a minute or two, she comes back, opening the door, smiling very widely, and motions for you all to come in. I walk in. All right, she leads you guys. Okay. I stride in. Can I vibe check the house? You very much can. Are you looking for anything individual? Uh, sorry, in particular. You know how people with long histories have, like, things hung up on the wall? Yeah. Are there any of those? Oh, yeah, there's plenty there. There's him posed along with uh, many individuals from the town. Some you recognize, some you don't. You see younger pictures of him, of his family, his father, his father's father uh, on hunting expeditions, things of that nature. Uh, you notice that there aren't as many hunting photos of him as his father. But in, in general, the man seems to have gotten around. Everyone in the town seems to like him uh, as he has tons of pictures with just like everybody. Some of the folks you don't recognize possibly are people just like yourselves. People that swung by, maybe, you know, stayed for a bit, took a photo with Stefan, and he probably displayed it up. That along with the other things that I mentioned that Carson found. This place has a very rustic feel to it. Uh, very old. The, the, this house was made, like, <laughs> long, long, long ago. It matches the age of the town easily. It's probably why it's so large. Uh, it's two, possibly three stories. It's difficult to tell, but you indeed see a stair set going up. And as you guys enter... Stefan kind of comes around the corner, uh, closing a door behind him, and welcomes you all to come to the dining room with him. Hello again. Oh, hello, hello. I see all three of you are here now. Yep, we're back. Well, fortunately for you, we are always prepared, so we've got tea and pastries prepared for everyone, yes? Sounds great. Excellent. Preferably the ones that uh, Carson pointed out were more towards your taste, so I do hope you enjoy them all. Uh, are we just here for a quick chat? Y your friend did come by uh, prior, I assume, and he kind of pauses for a moment, and after looking at Carson, looks back to the rest of you, uh, I assume, Carson, you shared uh, the information with your friends here? I, I did, yeah. Are we here to continue that conversation, or are we here for something else? We are. No, we're here to continue the conversation. All right, he nods slowly at that one. To a degree, yes. What did you want to know? Well, to start with... So how open do we want to be about this? I'm thinking maybe I want to be super open. 
All right. I think we should be uncomfortably open. Yeah, you know what? In that case, I'm going to... But not mean. No, (laughs) I'm not going to be mean yet. (laughs) I'm just going to lay out the flat truth. I'm going to roll up my pants leg and show him my wound. Uh, I'm going to, you know, uncover it. You know, yeah. no, I'm sure it won't look impressive, but I'm going to show it. He, she, she, she rolls up the pants leg and it just smells disgusting. Fortunately, it does not. Uh, yet. Wait, yet. Yet. But you do have a scab on the back of your leg, Margo. And as you're like, not undressing, but, you know, reeling your leg, he kind of takes, takes a step back. Like, what are you doing? And then you shout and he goes, oh, did you receive that while hunting? I did from a white vine with red-tipped thorns. Now, this is what I'm going to look like in an undeterminable amount of time, and I will show him the picture of Ivan. He looks at it for a moment and instantly pulls his eyes away and goes, Oh, that's, uh, what, what exactly is that? That is Ivan Dallas. That is a person. I'm sorry, that, that's real? That is real. He's uh, one of your town's folks, by the way. Still remember him? He pauses to think for a second and says, I'm sorry, what was the name again? Ivan Dallas. His cheerful demeanor turns down just a bit, and you can kind of see the maid looking around the corner. He looks at her and, like, shoes her away, and looks back at you all and says, Well, we're all here for... Who are you all? Precisely. Who are you really? Wait, 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 pause. Yes. Do you know who it is? I do, yes. All right. He's been missing for some time. Yeah, well, to make things... Let's make things easier for everyone involved here. We aren't here to ruin the image of this town or anything no, like in, that. In fact, you have people missing here on a regular basis, but you care about your reputation. I know no one remembers them after the fact, but people going missing and dying means they'll never come back and they'll never share how great this place is. So if we don't put an end to whatever caused this to, to Ivan, you're never going to get the reputation you deserve. This place is beautiful. Please don't let some local ancient folklore murder it. Local ancient being beyond our comprehension. He somewhat we'll kick pain- him out. Yeah, he, he painfully smiles at that and says, "Well, you'll seem much more informed than I was anticipating." Uh, good, I, I guess. That's a job after all. Understandable, understandable. If I may say, uh, Ivan Dallas. Missing is something the town is indeed aware of. I would greatly prefer if you do not go... Have you gone around asking about him? Nope. Not yet. Doesn't particularly matter. All right. It is somewhat of a sore point. So I would greatly prefer if you keep it to yourselves. Where did you find him? In a cave. Guarded by a deer with lots of paces. He nods slowly again at that and says, Is he alive? For now. I'm certain if he'll make it. He's, those are scabs. Yes, he glances again at the photo, then back to you after shaking his uh, shoulder a bit and says, where are you keeping him? We found him in a cave. A hospital. A safe space. All right. And he's well looked after. Not by you, obviously. He wants to come back here, by the way. He's drawn. Interesting. Well, what I would like rather. to know. Yes. Is if he comes back here, will you be the only person that remembers him? Oh, no, no. We all know uh, good old uh, Ivan Dallas. The boy was a bit of a recluse, you see, and him going missing, we assumed it was... uh, Honestly, we weren't sure. He wasn't much of a hunter. Maybe he went out on 
near some form of drinking binge or something. The boy wasn't known to fall into his cups too much, but it was a, you know, there was some drama throughout uh, old Galway Hills for a few months, but we've all calmed down, and of course we've been looking for him, so please don't assume we just allowed the boy to go missing. This was... Wait, he's been missing for months? Yes. Why does everybody remember him, but not not Finn? Well, he hasn't been fully been digested yet. Yeah. Um, we can't say the same for a Finn. Oh, yes, and I'm sorry about this Finn character. I really do wish I could help. Uh, but... Wait, when did... So does Grand... that mean... Do you remember does... Graham Faulkner? Uh, was he the loud boy? With yeah. the bright clothing? Yes, yes. Always happy, always smiling. Yeah, He was yes. also here. He was, he was quite nice, yes. back, right? I believe so. He, he came alone, and uh, he seemed to enjoy his time here. Yes, that's the thing, though. He did not come alone. He was here with Finn. But you do not remember him, do you? So he's been giving you guys somewhat confused and shocked looks this entire time. This one seems uh, more genuine than the rest. Take, take out the picture, I guess. Of Finn. He, he looks at the kid and just like, uh, I have legitimately, the, the look on his face is, I have never seen this kid before. Exactly. So and that's what's going, what was going to happen to Ivan. You wouldn't even be able to remember him. Has Ivan been... So Ivan's been missing for less time than Finn has been missing. Yes. Actually, but we didn't see Finn's face on the creature, that? right? No. Yeah, no. I, I was thinking about that. Think about it, Megan. What makes a face a face? Oh, sorry, a I recognizable know, face. The skeletal structure? Yeah. So ah. just, just a flap of skin, you'd never recognize it. Oh, that's disgusting. You're welcome. I, I was thinking awful. about that a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, even if even if Finn's face was on it, we'd never know it. That's true. Uh, unless he had, like, a, a mole. Unless we wear it. Oh, no. God. He would, a, he would need to wear it. Become as fan. Finn, we found your face. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to Thanks, the, I've been looking for that. <laughs> Slaps back on. <laughs> yes, of course. He, he points to the, the food in front and says, uh, while the conversation may be uh, quite grim, you're still more than welcome to the, the food I've prepared oh, I will, for you. I, I, I'm happily munching. Same. Stomach of steel. Good. He, he smiles at that. Like, it's a genuine smile. Like, he did prepare all this for you, and he does want to help. <laughs> like, Jay is literally, like, straight up enjoying this food. Same, it's same, same. While talking about, like, cruise effects. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. It's all, it's all homemade. Mmm. Pastries. Oh, I should try these, my girl. Ooh, that looks good. Crunch. I think it's I think it's goat cheese. Nom. I love goat cheese. It is oh, quite some too, Carson. I eat it. It's delicious. <sighs> Almost enough. Anyway, to forget about all those flame. murdered people. <laughs> but not that good. You Back to like the, the thing at hand. You seem like the kind of person who is, well, not necessarily clued in, but I think you're old enough and experienced enough to have known some facts and not take everything at face value. Of course, of course. So I guess we'll have to ask the question again. What do you know exactly about, well, honestly, anything? Well, I was speaking true when Carson and I met earlier. I truly do not know anything about this entity, this, this, this thing that you all mentioned. You may have described it to me, but I did tell Carson... I only think I saw it when I was a child, and I could have seen anything. And I say it, I saw a slurry of faces, and they, they passed a by. Well, it a was slurry of faces? 
Hey, yeah, you know, like we saw. That the is a one. description that I will unfortunately never forget. <laughs> Would you happen to have been somewhere around the what was the cave called again? The small one. Oh, the hollow. Was uh, that Lavagash or uh, the whole, The whole name of the forest is Lavagash. No, oh, in that case, the slightly smaller area around that small cave. As you kind of point out the area, he uh, just uh, probably would not have gone that uh, <laughs> that deep into the forest. But as a child, you really cannot tell. It it truly was just right. multiple you, faces remember, passing me by. Do you remember a pathway in the middle of the forest that seems to be a bit too convenient? Uh, no, I cannot say I do. If I could help more with whatever this was, uh, believe me, I most definitely would. I can. It, it might take me some time, but. I could look through my my father's old papers and uh, my grandfather's if you'd like. Would you uh, like us yeah. to help? I would prefer it, it, if you. written in English or. Uh... It's a mixture of languages. Uh, my my grandfather is a little half and half. His more coherent thoughts, uh, unfortunately, are not in English. But I should be able to uh, read and decipher them. He was a uh, Croatian, right? Yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah, so that makes sense. All right, well, yes, we need as much information on this creature as possible. Well, I... Uh, Honestly, anything you can share at all, even if it's like a weird detail, like, I don't know, if it had hair or not. Of course, of course. And the sooner the better. If we can come up with a uh, solution, we might be able to save Ivan. And Maya. Be able to save Maya. And, Margo. and also you, I guess. Oh, yeah, me too. And anyone in the future. Oh, indeed, indeed. Uh, well, I didn't really have any plans for the day besides uh, going around and uh, picking up uh, more of that uh, delicious goat cheese. So I'll have to uh, pause that for tomorrow, of course. And uh, my maid here will be able to uh, assist me. Uh, so uh, I guess uh, enjoy the town, do what you will. If you really think this animal, this thing is uh, roaming the forest, I would prefer you not run into it again if it truly is that dangerous, if you absolutely have to. Uh, well, considering... Just... Our last encounter. I don't think we'll be going back into the forest anytime soon. Good, good. I, d despite all of this and all these strange happenings, which I do believe you, by the way, I do not think any of you are crazy. I've seen some odd things in my time. I don't want anyone dying, of course, if it struck you or hurt you in any way. I'm not sure how we would explain that. And I'm not only saying this so that the police don't get involved, bad press and all that. I, I truly do not want you to get hurt. And by this point, you guys have <laughs> eaten most of the food. And I, I appreciate your concern. And he brought out like three plates and they're all empty. Yeah, he, he was kind of expecting that. He knows how delicious they are. I mean, yeah, this is basically your guys' breakfast, so that works. Yeah. Other than that, you got any, any questions for him? Like, honestly, at this point, Jay is contemplating asking for uh, his friend to, like, I don't know, give them a starting point for looking for books. Or the mayor, rather. Oh, to help the, the elder? Basically, yeah. Hmm. Uh, you do get the feeling that while he said there's a decent amount, the reason he doesn't want you guys to help is for probably privacy reasons. So he should be able to find yeah. it within the day, whatever it is. Like, it's not that much. It's not that there was too much. It's just he's, you know, a little touchy on family stuff. That yeah, makes sense. I mean, also, the whole language barrier. Anyway. Of course. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Like, I probably picked up uh, when we were in town a uh, Croatian to English dictionary. <laughs> sure. And besides that, y'all only got any more questions for him? No, I think that's it. Keep us updated. Hey, we'll do, we'll, we'll do. In, we'll be in the hotel. Uh, perfect, perfect. 
Stay safe, you all. By the way, when the hotel was added, or the second story. Hmm? Oh, uh, I just believe it's a new building, or is it? uh, Has it always been here? Well, it doesn't. It hasn't always been here. It might have been constructed back in the seventies, the eighties, maybe. It's not too long ago. Not too long ago, no. Probably closer to the seventies, I might say. What was it? Built on top of an existing building, like an extension, or oh yes, yes, there, there was not an extension, but there, there was an older building there that we'd have uh, folk that would occasionally swing by, much less frequent back then, mind you. We didn't have the large town that I assume you all came from nearby, uh, so it, it could house at most two or three guests. But we found more and more people were visiting, so we figured, why not update? Did the uh, old building happen to have a second story? Uh, no, we was it? it was completely demolished. Really? Nothing of it remains at all? Not even a post or anything? Shouldn't be, no. I mean, uh, I, I would say maybe they kept a post or two for old time's sake, but I was uh, quite young at that time and was not part of the construction team, so... Well, anyway, regardless, thanks for the information. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, how were the uh, sweets, by the way? Delectable, I would uh, hope? Yes. Very good. Definitely better than the stuff we have in the city. Ah, he smiles very widely at that. I said, excellent, sugar in those, honestly. Ah, yes, I feel these are the perfect blend. I'll be sure to tell the chef. All right. All right, and with that, you guys are free. Kind of head back on out. I was going to ask, are there any more, like, new constructions in the village since then, or not at all? In general, if there are any newer constructions, they would possibly be homes. But from how it looks, this town kind of has the same-ish number of homes. They don't urge the families to have, like, 90 children. Uh, So for the most part, you inherit your... You know, the house from yeah. your family. And it like, goes and more down. so meant like uh, buildings that have literally been added to the town rather than reconstructed. Very few. And like I said, if anything, they would be residential. You said the second story haven't reconstructed? No, basically that whole building was smashed and then built from scratch. Oh, so the full thing had been reconstructed. Full thing, yeah. The, uh, it the... might still be within like the town border or something. Yeah, so it, it was I'm... same location on that hill, but prior it was like a three a three room like log cabin for people staying in and then too many people were end up swinging by and they're like you know what the people want their privacy let's 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 make it larger they had to turn too many folk away we'll we'll say back in the 70s is when it was constructed so marco do you happen to know anything about boundaries you know the magical kind personal boundaries i mean sure if those work (laughs) but more like the, the the spiritual boundaries you know keep evil spirits out Vampires can't enter unless you let them. Yeah, what about them? Would you be able to spot any? Not sure. Or do, do they usually leave signs, God? Yes. Now, not everything obviously makes sense. Some old lore is like, why? What? But, yes, you are indeed able to, if you keep an eye out, look for things. So if you guys want, you can kind of travel around the town looking for whatever these boundaries are or other clues of that nature. Yes, okay, that's yeah. What I was gonna do. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd have experience doing that. Okay. Would you all like to keep an eye out on things, or are we yeah, groups? yeah. Look for honestly, look for like anything weird or in Croatian, I guess. Do we all know how to look for it, or is it something I can easily explain to the others to look for? Like they can Jay be is looking... currently thinking of like you know those posts with the nails in them, something like that, maybe. Yeah. So you can find things like that, or realistically, Margo, if it's not precisely what you're looking for, something odd about the town that stands out. So any of those honestly, things work. Okay. Yeah, we, we can take pictures with our phones and, like, you know, come back to it, discuss things. Yeah, that sounds good. And three separate groups should be fine. Perfect. All right. All of you roll me and investigate a mystery. 
We'll have three individual rolls. My God, an 11, a 12, Woo-hoo! and a, an 11. Okay, good thing you guys went individually. That's three I, full I, successes. I hope there's something useful to find. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. Okay, holy shit. Let's, let's see. Yeah, I know, right? All right, first we will go with... So the way the uh, moldable investigative mystery works is a mixed success is one vague question. A full success is either two vague questions or one very pointed question. Uh, I can say I can give you guys three, maybe just two uh, very pointed answers. And we can say Margot. Let's see. Margot, you'll find this one. So upon looking around the town for anything that stands out, this takes a while. And you mentioned before, you've been jotting things down, you've been drawing, you heard from Carson that no buildings except for the inn have scratches on the windows. So you notice that Uh, this spurs you to maybe take a closer look at all these buildings and you do notice something after sketching and sketching Uh, near the end of the day. You realize that every single building faces the entryway that is faces north except for the inn. So the every door. single entryway faces north. Yes. So every gate. So like every gate to like get into every home, all of them face true north. The hotel for guests has a gate that faces south and doors that face east and west. Wait, so there is no north door. There is no north door on the hotel. Are all of the buildings older than the, the hotel? Yes. Oh, that's weird. That means the original builders knew something that the new ones didn't. Yeah. Likely, yes. Something else. Uh, We'll say, hmm. All right, so I'm going to answer one more uh, as pointed answer as that one. And we'll say for Carson and Jay, uh, if one of you have a particular question you want to ask outside of this, because this next answer will give something, I'll allow either of you to answer it. So one of you find this next thing. And that next thing is, you look around, you see the people. I mentioned there's a whole bunch of animals running around. Uh, upon closer inspection, you realize that they have cats, they got pigs, they got goats, cows, chickens, whole bunch of birds. You don't find a single dog in this town. No dogs? No dogs. What? That's weird. They've got pigs, but no dogs? Correct. In fact, you see someone walking their pig. Pretty cute. So no dogs. And all the doors are facing north. Indeed. Uh, now, for your guys' third question, if you guys want to come up with this as a group, or if one of you has a good one, you can ask one very pointed question or two general ones. Anybody got any any particular questions? I'm um, thinking. Yeah, you can technically pocket it as well if you want. While we're thinking... Um... Um, do we know where uh, Ivan lived? Uh, yes, you do find his family home, and uh, while he is indeed missing, obviously the the family has to move on, so they indeed have. Yeah, mother and father, and they have a uh, younger daughter. She's about uh, 16, and he was 22, I think I said. It's only been a couple, uh, not that many months. They should have moved on already. When I say moved on, they're not openly, like, weeping. Um, all right. Yeah. And there's nothing weird about their house, right? No. It's also facing north and has, like, a, a pet pig. <laughs> Nothing, yeah, pet pig, nothing strange. <laughs> okay. Pigs make great pets, they're adorable. Um, if I mentally backtrack to the the cave where we found Ivan, 
Can I remember which direction it was facing? Like which direction the path was leading? Sure. It was very windy. <laughs> there were no. So while it was definitely a path, specifically, there was no gate or door on this. So you get the feeling that it's not connected, but it was uh, facing south ish, like southeast. Most so what about the direction when we approached the path? Did we approach from a certain direction? Around southeast ish. So we approached okay. from the south and then going north. Uh, essentially, yes. Is that relevant? Regarding the path now. Okay. I mean, the town folks also go into like the, the woods sometimes, right? For hunting specifically? Occasionally, yeah. Now, no hunting anything, dogs, huh? Yeah. Is there anything that like, I don't know, I can see from the clothing they wear or like charms that they bring, like native stuff that only the, the natives wear and have on them? While you don't see any charms, you notice that a lot of people are very, they're very homely and plain looking. No extravagant makeup. Uh, their hair is done up nicely, but no one stands out too much is something that you notice. Everyone's fairly plain. And Jay went looking around for Carician marks on the houses or buildings or ground. You do find some, but with your quick like translator, a lot of them are either names that were carved from a long time ago. Uh, some are like old curses that were attempted to like scratch out or buff out. Um, you see some that seem to be for like old, old timey like protection. But these aren't hidden whatsoever. They're actually somewhat out in the open. Uh, in fact, you see a shop that sells like protection charms, but they're kind of the whole like, you know, uh, like like a good luck charm. They're, they're effectively sold in that same sense. And do the locals carry these around? No, not, not on them. If anything, it just seems like something that they're they're selling. You know, they, they can point at the old homes and go, oh, yes, back so in the. So a cute little tourist trap. Effectively, yes. Yeah, they like to point at the old homes. Maybe you, you look at one of the tours that's kind of going around and you can see that the tour will indeed point that out at some point. It's, it's on their list, though. So. Would you like to have a twinkle that will stop the creature from eating your face? Effectively, yeah. So, OK, <laughs> this is so strange. So. Everybody in the village is just very plain looking. Yeah. So comparatively, like, where do Maya and Finn rank on that plain scale? You didn't really have too many photos of Finn, but he was definitely more of a modern boy. Uh, Graham is an explosion of color, so he can't not stand out. Uh, he is noticeable from anywhere in this town, 100%. Uh, you guys are... Fairly, you know, you're trying to stand out, understandably. Maya would definitely stand out, though. Uh, she didn't go quite crazy with the makeup, but she wore, you know, enough to, you know, feel comfortable, you know, for how she wants to look every day. And she was indeed like going out. So you don't want to put up too much. You don't need to look good for the pigs. But does it want free faces? Oh, my God. It hates technology. Mostly. Oh, my God. The monster is a boomer. It's literally a Scooby-Doo <laughs> adventure. So like the... Um... The buildings all seem to have like the the weird way they're built. Uh, is there anything around the forest itself that can, or like I don't know, signifies a boundary or something like, like postings every stone so often? Not that you can see. In terms right. of protection, you can tell that there's no way these homes were built in this way on accident. This is one hundred percent intentional, right. and you get the feeling that. That is their protection. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, oh, do we do we ever ask how old the old homes are? Most of the old homes would link up to how old this place is. Is Stefan's grandfather 
notes a good hope point is like is is he potentially old enough to know something useful or is that a dead end based on the the age of the houses uh, sorry who, who's uh stefan yeah stefan and his family should know because he basically said that he and his family are effectively like you know passed down the elder information okay yeah and all the photos you saw were from his family so it's not like they passed this house from person to person it's definitely belongs to the wittenbergs like his house was also built with the entrance in the north i assume Yes, all of them, except the only ex- the only exception is the end. Can I, um... <laughs> hey, Stefan, we need to rotate the hotel. Actually, no, can't we just move the door? Move, uh, you know, yeah. re- re- rebuild the entrance? Can I, Assuming um... it's literally just the doorway needs to be north, yes. Unless it's also, like, some weird uh, building requirement, but yeah. Hard to say. Either um... way, it's not something they can easily do, I think. <laughs> It depends on the framework, I think. Yeah. Um. W- uh, once whoever points out that there's no dogs, can I start going around showing off my dog? Like pictures? Yeah. I I, I noticed there's a distinct lack of dogs in this town. That's weird. Look how cute this dog is. How come you don't have one? Sure. Uh, while you go to uh show the little uh, what BFF right? BFF. Okay. Well, you go around What's to show your BFF to people. They look at it and they give you kind of confused look initially and go, oh, yes, that, that is cute. They've never seen a dog. You're not sure? They're, they're kind of playing along. Oh, yeah, that, that's a nice animal. I've not seen one before, uh, but cute. Uh, yes, that is a nice animal. That is a very yeah, nice, a probably domesticated creature, maybe. So so am I getting weird vibes? I, I mean, yeah, definitely. They're, they're looking at it like, oh, OK. I mean, it'd be very similar to someone saying, hey, look at my pet. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of like what's <laughs> it's weird enough that you wouldn't have it. Like, I, uh, oh, my God. Pet penguin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a pet penguin. Like, oh, that's yours. OK, cool. And that's very much the vibe you get. I'm like, oh, you can have one of those as a pet. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, these these are great hunting dogs. You guys go hunting sometimes, right? You know, for, for, for deer, for food. They, they can help out and find foxes and and moles and groundhogs and all sorts of stuff. Uh, does this forest have other lichens, like wolves or canids, rather, I guess? There are known to be, like, some wolves and foxes, but they are, they're far enough that you guys shouldn't worry about them too much. They, they let you guys know when right, you guys so, were... So they do know about wolves. Oh, yeah. Just not domesticated ones. That's weird. Yeah, they're, they're, they're far enough that you don't need to worry about them too much. I wonder if, they've, if any guests have ever brought a hunting dog or a dog in general, a lap dog. That's what I'm kind of trying to find out. I, I was specifically mentioning they're great for hunting. How come uh, have guests brought one to help? You mentioned for hunting and they kind of give you a look of like, we don't need any help with hunting. Like, we're, we're good. Like, we, we know what we're doing. Don't worry. Like, ha <laughs> sure, but, I bet. But they have great noses. They don't and, seem and, to. And, and mine is super smart. They don't seem to not believe you, Margo. But it's almost like you're telling someone <laughs> that's already flying in a jet. Like, look at this helicopter. They're like, OK, mine's flying, too. Like, I'm good. <laughs> this is giving me very weird feelings because I'm I'm having trouble accepting how cute this dog is and no one thinks she's as cute as I do. Oh, they think it's cute, but they're not really. They know like, oh, I've heard of dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this feels weird. I mean, why do they need a dog when they have a truffle pig? Exactly. <laughs> they don't run as fast. Hey, I big mean, one. Big one. You're going pretty damn fast, honestly. So, or, All right. Fair enough. Please. Fair enough. <laughs> Crocodiles are fast, too. My God. Yeah, true. But good point. You can zigzag, and you know, like, when they're, when they're fat, just laying down. Holy shit! Those boys, those boys are, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they can run. Holy shit! <laughs> Honestly, pictures of fat crocodiles is one of my favorite things in the world. So big old, big, big old fat flat boys, love them. Exactly. 
Alrighty, so it takes you guys about all day or so to figure this out. You you ask some folk and definitely get some odd vibes. Not necessarily what is dog, but I have heard of dog. Do not have one. Uh, were you to ask Eleanor, she would actually say she lets you know that basically if someone were to have a, a dog, there isn't a sign for no dogs. Uh, but they have a no pet policy if you are a guest. So that can answer your question of has a guest brought a dog? No. All right. <laughs> there was an incident in the past with a pet, so. Uh, created a mess. Disappeared and then disappeared. Uh, no, it made a mess. Like a poop mess, or like a poop mess. They shudder to think it was a poop monster. Could have been a child, who knows? But probably a pet. I mean, same difference. Uh, well, when they're super tiny. Pets, honestly. Anyway. Yeah. So this takes you guys about all day or so uh, to discover, and sundown is indeed approaching fast. Uh, what do we all plan to do? Well, we're gonna give all this information to the. ICS, I guess. I guess I'll call for an update, because Maya should be back at ICS headquarters now, right? Yes, she definitely is. The guard is spared. And what are they doing? Have they run tests yet? Alright, so you guys call in, you relay all this information to them, and with everything you've already given Jay, they will quickly run all this, and they'll let you know that by tomorrow, uh, we'll say since you guys rolled so well, by tomorrow, like, early morning, they'll be able to call you guys and tell you what they, what they possibly think it is. They're going to put a rush on this, since you guys don't necessarily have like a good third question, we'll just say that was a third question, and they they will firmly answer what this thing is. So we'll go, we'll go with that. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, or at least you know, <laughs> well, you guys you guys have given them so many clues, they got to nail it down. Man, though, if this thing has been active since like the seventies, that's uh, hmm, that's a lot of people. Oh no, it's been active for longer than that. Yeah, but like not as well fed since the hotel hasn't been there, basically. True. So Margo, you're able to ask about Maya. They let you know that she is, she's fine, she's lucid, you know, we're trying to keep her calm and whatnot because that was part of the deal. Uh, the expert, as mentioned, has a very good bedside manner, so they're trying to be as charming as possible, keep her relaxed, and they're doing their best to, without restraining her, prevent the scab thing from growing. Uh, they're letting you know that it hasn't even been a full day yet, so it hasn't moved, she hasn't scratched it or touched it. They have better ways of, you know, casting her arm up so that she can't touch it, fortunately. We didn't really have much in Galva Hills, but we, you know, have a lot more on the outside. So, so far, she's doing good. Ivan? Yeah, not so much. He keeps waking up. They, they, can't keep him, they can't keep drugging him to knock him out. That's not healthy. So, they're not really sure what to do with Ivan. He, like, keeps losing it, and they don't want to suggest bringing him back to Galva Hills, but, like, he is barely talking to them now. He'll, he'll be in conversation, and then he'll just lose it. He'll, he'll go, like, catatonic for a moment and then start like freaking out saying he needs to go back gonna have to put him into a medically induced coma at some point yeah they do not want to do that so preferably i mean they if they have to kill him they will uh but they don't want to put him back there because they feel he's gonna die anyway so they really do not want to have to put ivan out of his misery but based on how he looks based on the general state of him it's not looking good so they just kind of update you with that yeah so if we're gonna save his life we need a solution like now He's not looking good. Same. I would say in terms of like in game days, you guys probably have a couple days. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if it's like if ICS thinks he'll last one more day, I will let you know. Realistically, would ICS be able to get like satellite data from the or of the cave area? Like imaging? They should be able to, but it might take them some time as this place is kind of in an odd location. Yeah, definitely. I actually would be curious. Let's do that. I mean, maybe it's got a unique shape to it. I doubt they will be able to see the path at all because of all the foresting, but you never know. No, but if the trees are legitimately growing and not an illusion, there should be a 
there might be some sort of sign there. Yeah. Sorry. Like, 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 like weird. Oh, yeah. Like a weird shape, too. Yeah. We can definitely check that out. And uh, with night fast approaching, uh, do we all just hit the hay? Do we kind of just hang out for the time being? What, what are we doing? Might as well hit the hay, I guess. I mean, waiting for Stefan to get back to us, I guess. I'm not sure. As Stefan said, he would basically spend most of the night looking through this. He'll get back to you guys tomorrow, and then tomorrow he'll head out after he tells you guys in the morning. So he'll call you in the morning. All right. Yeah, and then he's going to... Now the real question is, do we want to stay in the hotel? (laughs) No. (laughs) But maybe we should. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if we get more dreams. I'm more curious curious if I get a dream. Like, I'm curious of finding out whether the, uh, like, the north part of the, the entrance is literally just, like, an entrance deal, or if it's, like, a foundation deal. So, like, what would happen if I, I don't know, drew a box on the floor and slept in that, and had the north side be the entrance, quote-unquote? That's very metaphysical of you. <laughs> yes. I doubt it would count as a house, but, you know, you never know. Yeah. Sadly, I don't have a, you know, build a house instantly kit, so I can't do we'll that. Create <laughs> one of those little, little wood houses in the, in the woods. Put I'll, the entrance uh, face is north. Minecraft mode. Yeah. Make a dirt house. Perfect. Can you grab paint and, like, paint a door? Or does that not count as creating a door? That is just painting a door? So you, you get the feeling that this is intentionally built the way it is? And it probably means something. Like I say, it's too intentional. So it might be foundational then? Probably. I wonder. No. Never mind. Well, it would be safer inside the hotel, I guess, than outside. So. Uh, definitely. Or we could you know, jump in the van and drive away like a couple miles. But then we're in, we're in the woods on the road. Not in the woods. Like in the open. Away from the woods. I'll take, I mean, chan- it, I'll take my chance. I'll take my chance at the end. It depends how the road goes, I guess. But yeah, I'll take my chances at the end. Realistically, I mean, <laughs> I know if you guys want to split up, you can, or you guys will stay Ooh. in seasons. I know. I right? don't yeah. want to split up. Hey, Graham, Ooh. let's bonk. You said bonk, right? Yeah. No, she definitely said bonk. Bonk. No, Graham on the suit bonk. We do be bonking though. All right, uh, you actually want to stay in the room with Graham? I mean, we're all gonna yeah, stay together. I, yeah, right? we're not sleeping alone. We're all staying in the same room? Yes. We are once again taking turns. All right. That very much works. Uh, y'all can basically stay in. Realistically, Jay, you uh, kind of ended up with the largest room because of your uh, little. I have the balcony. It's also furthest away from the tree. Yeah. It's a strategical room, I guess. All right. Well, if we're all shacking up in the same room, uh, that would be another day of rest. So, Margo, you can go ahead and heal yourself by one more again. I'm finally starting to feel normal again. You did unmark uh, only two more days. Dying, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool. Unstable. Unstable. Yeah. All right. So we're feeling mostly hot. Uh, when we say we're taking shifts, does that mean one of us is awake at all times and everyone's sleeping? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll just go ahead and rip this bandaid off now. Margo, which shift is yours? I'm an owl, so the first one. Excellent. All righty. So. During your shift, Margo, uh, there doesn't really seem to be anything of issue. You watch over your friends, Carson, Jay, and Graham. They're all doing fine. Some twitches and such. You're not sure if it's a nightmare or they're just getting comfortable. But after some time, everyone does indeed reach sleep. And then who would take over for Margo? For the end of the uh, shift? 
at how late? Are you doing like a two-man shift or a three-man one? We'll probably do four-man shift just between everybody here. So, second person. Because like Jay would probably not mind waking up in the middle of the night and staying up the entire morning and day. Let's have Graham do next shift. Okay. And you uh, you wake Graham and he kind of like, huh, like kung fu hands. I'm like, oh, who is it? Oh, Margo. Nice. Okay. And he, he gets up and yeah, you all swap. And Margo, you head off to bed. And well, I can't narrate what Graham is doing because uh, I am Graham. So he, he's watching over you guys, I guess. And uh, Margo, you sleep. And uh, would you, uh, knowing your leg, obviously we, we got the cast and everything. Would you be hesitant to sleep or do you actually commit to sleeping? Um, Margo gets sleep and whenever she can. Fair enough. Alrighty, if you could go ahead. Let's Did you see. still want to have those cuffs and chains to hang your leg so you can't scratch it? Um, I definitely want to make sure the leg's wrapped. That's what we made the cost for at least, so. Give Graham, like, instructions to if you see Margo scratch her leg, hit her with a club. Yes. Margo, you are indeed able to sleep. You toss the cast on your leg and you try to get in the best position possible. Graham, of course, is watching you more than anyone else because he's aware of the situation. So, Margo, go ahead and roll me plus tough. You're plus tough and plus weird is the same, so doesn't matter which one you roll. A ten. Excellent. A good for you. You don't get easy. Exactly. So, Margo, I'm going to do something unique for you. You can basically tell me I'm going to describe your dream. And if you want to keep going, you let me know. After a certain... You mean if I want to wake up because I get you scared? Correct. If you want to wake up, you wake up. If you want to keep going, I'll have you roll stress. Sound good? Okay. All right. Because your first roll is indeed a success. In the night, you wake up. And you are surrounded by your three friends, Carson, Jay, and Graham. Graham must have had a long day because, well, he fell asleep. He was supposed to take over, and for some reason, he did not. You're currently in Jay's room, and of course, all the lights are off. Oh, no. What do you do? So, something woke you. Maybe you got to pee or something. Who knows? Is it me? Uh, no, Margo. No, okay, that's who I thought it was. I'm thinking. Oh, Melanie was like, a long time to think, and I was like, maybe I missed something. I guess I'll get up and take a look around. If, I mean, I figure if, if I woke up, it's probably very easy. You begin to look around and you feel a little groggy, but you're, you're fine, mostly. As you look around, though, you hear a creaking, a door opening slowly, and you notice it's the bathroom. It was closed before, but it slowly opens and it seems very inviting. Uh, I'll go take a look. All right. You're able to walk on in. Uh, of course, the lights are off, so you can't really see anything. But you still get that feeling of just sleep and tired. Your body feels heavy. And it's a, it's a bathroom. It's very similar to yours. Got the, uh, got the sink. Got a big old mirror. Uh, except, huh, Jay's bathroom is slightly larger. He has two sinks. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Toilet. Shower. Everything is as it should be. You look in the mirror for a moment, though, and you... Think you? I mean, the lights are off, obviously. So, as you walk in, you see maybe maybe it was you. You you reflected off another mirror, and then you saw your reflection of your reflection bounce off the mirror, and something kind of moved with you as you moved. Because of course, as you stop moving, this other figure stops moving. Because of course, it did. But looking in the mirror, you don't think you see anything. Did the mirror catch me as odd? You're not sure. You could focus on it more if you wanted to. I will focus more. Uh, as you choose to focus more on the mirror. The lights are off, 
but some of the moonlight is pouring through the window and perfectly into the bathroom. The right side of your body is illuminated, and you can see yourself in the mirror. And you look you look pretty good, Margo. I mean, you just woke up from, you know, a bit of a tossing and turning sleep, and you kind of had a limp over here, but your leg's fine. You kind of check yourself out, and I don't know. There's, there, there's, there's something... There's something beautiful about you, you know what I mean? And as you kind of check yourself out, that woozy, sleepy feeling is, is still kind of holding you, and you maybe shake your head a little to kind of kind of wake yourself. But, you know, you figure, maybe maybe don't turn the light on. Maybe, I don't know, in the moonlight, there's something about, like, your curves and just the way you look that is very appealing to you right now. And as you're sitting here, kind of, you know, checking yourself out, what do you do? Do you, do you kind of keep looking? I'm trying to decide how Margot pictures herself. Give me a sec. Sure. I feel like suddenly finding myself attractive would strike me as very odd. Okay. Because I don't think she cares about her appearance. Yeah. Uh, yeah th- this is definitely weird. Why suddenly? I mean, shit, you just woke up. Your hair should be frizzy, but there's, there's, there's something, uh, something about you that is just very appealing. Uh, uh, can I reach for the light? You do. But for some odd reason, you feel, I don't know, you look better this way. If, if you want to continue, go ahead and roll me stress. And those will be plus cool. Keep it together. Continue in what way? If you want to either turn the light on or, or, or see more of this, because maybe, yeah, as you mentioned, you're starting to realize, I don't really care about my looks. Why am I feeling this way? And I will continue. Okay. Keep it together plus cool. Nice, you got a 12. All right, no issues whatsoever. As you reach out, I don't know, you, 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 you decide that maybe flicking the light on isn't the best idea. There's something about the moonlight that just makes you look incredibly appealing it's not maybe it's not your body marco it's it's your it's your face and you feel it as if you like were to lean into the mirror and look a bit closer maybe you could see why you're so beautiful there's there's something about your face specifically that's just ah it's irresistible it's your face but you almost feel jealous of it an odd sensation to be sure i would like to wake up all right as you kind of, you begin to like shake yourself like this, like, are you thinking this isn't right? This is, why would I be thinking this? Yes. Yeah, this feels super out of character. It's, ah, it's wrong. There's, there's, there's something off here. And as you begin to wake up, that odd feeling that was surrounding you, you see before you feel these long spindly fingers caressing along your cheeks, moving along your face to grab onto you. But before they can form a grip, you shake and grandma's looking down at you. And he's holding you by the shoulders, and he's like, Margo, Margo! What? What? You were, you were freaking out in your sleep. You were, like, mumbling to yourself, and you were going to scratch your leg. I had to slap you back, and you kind of whomped me one. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No, you're good, you're good. I, I, I dodged it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm paying attention. I mean, I, I ain't doing anything else. Um, I will give him a very impressed look at dodging my punch. And uh, as, as, as he's like, yeah, 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 he's, he's, uh, he, you notice he was, like, rubbing his shoulder or his arm, so he probably didn't actually dodge the punch, but... <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he stops rubbing it like, yeah, 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 you know me, you know me. But I like this guy. You're good, you're good. You, you can go back to bed. I'll, you know, I'm here to watch. Uh, actually, shit, I think it's, I think it's the next shift. Sorry I woke you up, but I, I guess the next person can watch after you. No, that's fine. I was having a very weird dream. Oh, good timing then. Um, let's see. Do I want to go back to sleep? Up to you. You were the first watch, so you got, you got some sleep, but not very much. Yeah, I'll try to conk bed out. All right, perfect. Uh, and then whoever would take over next is able to do so. And Margo, you have no other strange dreams. You're able to sleep soundly. And if you were to dream of something, you do not remember it. Carson, Jay, neither of you have odd dreams. And Graham is also free of said nightmare or anything of that variety. 
And while none of you have any nightmares or anything, any visions in particular, uh, you swear right before you nod off, you hear the faintest of scratching somewhere in the back of your mind. Who? All of you. And we'll go ahead and pause there. <laughs> 